good hey boss what's up man how are you guys look at that right from the chat to the screen what's up lurch not too much man sexy son of a bitch how are you doing my brother good man you doing all right oh man i'm doing better now since i've seen you bro yeah so Brady will not be joining us tonight uh, he he did uh he's at a party and he sent me pictures of the bar why <gasps> what is my camera doing hold on a second is that it's a it's alive but he, he said he's gonna pop on he was sending me pictures of the bar so he's he's probably uh <laughs> tuned up so lurch is filling in for Brady tonight awesome so he's going to hang out with us all night long, and we have a special guest joining us in another 15 minutes, too. Another good friend of ours, live from the chat. Uh, who's here? James. Who's, hey, James, what's up, man? James is in the chat. Slash your friend. What is going on? And tonight, we got a, we got a lot, we had a lot of fun last week with the Carpenter films, and we thought, you know what? Why not do Wes Craven films? Lord knows there's a, a lot of good ones. So we said, why not? What the fuck? What the fuck? That's the beautiful thing about doing something like this. You can do whatever the freak we want. Whatever the fuck you want. And we had a good time planning on Friday night. Lurch and I stayed up till like 2 o'clock in the morning, I think it was. Yeah, it was pretty late, man. I had fun. <laughs> Bullshit and were... having a couple of drinks. You guys are animals. I passed out like a chump. <laughs> yeah, so we, uh, we're looking forward to tonight. And so, yeah, let's, without further ado, let's, let's get all our little segments out of the way. And we'll get right into the Wes Craven movies. So I do have uh where the hell is it? And I I was watching football. I was telling Joe before this. I was watching football, had a couple of beers, so there's gonna be pee breaks. Everybody can keep doing going about their business, but I'm gonna ha definitely have to the seal's been broken and you can't put that cap back on. Jesus. So Christ. uh I'm gonna have a beer, so let's do a quick beer review. I'm going to give a big shout out to the local brewery by me, Log Tavern Brewery. I am addicted to this. It's peanut butter salt kill sweet stout. It is absolutely, it's like heroin in a can. Wow. Very nice. If you're a peanut butter guy or you like those pastry stouts, this stuff is absolutely addicting. If I can have an IV drip, I would. Nice. Peanut butter. I've never gotten into peanut butter beers. I don't know why. It just doesn't sound right. It, do, it, it does sound odd. It took me a while to try it, but man. Some really good shit there. So that's what I'll be having. Tonight. You guys have anything? You're partaking this evening of anything, anybody? Uh, I am drinking a little decoction here of Woodford Reserve with uh, water on ice. Look at you. And I'm just drinking a monster, man. It's all a good, monster, brother. Man. Yeah. What's wrong with that? James is happy the Ravens were in the AFC game. Yeah. And they, they were, they look pretty damn good, man. That was a good game. Make schnauzers. MB's in the house. What's up? Bunny. James just finished drinking some Heineken. Nothing wrong with some Heineken. Nothing. Uh -huh. If anybody can, a Heineken. Uh, it's hard. Those are dangerous. When you drink Heineken, you want to kick some Heineken. Yeah, they uh they creep up on you. You can do them quick. You can drink a lot of those. That's right. So before we get into our West Craven, we'll just go right into uh let's do our um new items in our collection. And of course, I was back to pat that Halloween movie collector, but I'm sort of on the, the line again. I did get something in the mail, which I'm going to open now because I didn't even open it. I've just been busy as all hell. 
And I know Lurch and I remember we talked about this the other night. I was like, where the hell is mine? Because yours came. Oh, mine, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mine finally showed up in the mail. I picked today, believe it or not. I went to get the mail. And um, let's see. What oh, we got it, a little impromptu it, unboxing, huh? Impromptu unboxing, and it is the H3 shirt. The mask. Oh, there it is. Oh, such a cool shirt. Yeah. You, you know what I thought for you, buddy? You should get that at the tattoo, man. That's not a bad idea. That, like, I could not, like, I could see it, like, on your shoulder blade, like, on the back. Imagine that. If you're wearing, like, a tank top, you can see that bitch in the back. Ooh, Ooh a nice little rucking fought and sticker, too. Yeah, and actually, to, shout out to, uh, well, tomorrow's Monday. Shout out to my wife and my daughter, who are going to get their first tattoos on Tuesday. Sweet. Mommy daughter tattoo day for my daughter's birthday. Uh, your daughter's got cool parents. That's cool. Yeah. Look at yeah. that. So that is what I received this week. I got that sh that shirt in from from Rucking Fotten, which is like the best name on the planet. Yeah, I love it. They got some great shit, man. They're amazing. Yeah, really cool shirts. What about you, uh, Big Joe? Anything? Uh, I got a couple things. Uh, we actually partook in Retromania collectible show here in New Braunfels. I uh, didn't get to go yesterday because it was I had to work it, but we went today, uh, and I found a couple things. So, okay. We found, uh, let me go off and, you know, MB Elf shit. So we found this uh, by Funko, this vinyl uh, elf in Narwhal. Oh, nice. Hey, buddy. Hope you find your dad. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, that. Mr. Narwhal. Yeah. So there's Elf, and then on the other side is Narwhal. So this was That's what we cool, didn't have. he's lucky. Too bad that. Um, I don't know if y'all know what's going on with the Funko market right now, but it is all sorts of jacked up right now. Like, for whatever reason, when I looked at my app, like, my shit just plummeted, right? So, apparently, there's something going on with, like, if you look up the Chase, the Glow Halloween Michael Myers Chase, you know, the very mm -hmm. expensive one, if mm -hmm. you look at the app, it says it's worth $20. Yeah, go look with that one. Yeah. Twenty dollars. So, it just goes to show that there's something funky going on with Funko right now. But anyway, I found this uh, Freddy Funko, uh, Friday Night exclusive, limited edition, ten thousand pieces. Uh, Freddy Funko is Hannibal Lecter. Check this out. Oh, that's great, man. That's cool as hell. So, to to, to my point that I just mentioned, this mother, this sucker, somebody sold it to me for ten dollars. <laughs> nice. Ten. I don't think they knew what they had. So any any anything Freddy Funko is is super rare, and I just couldn't say no on a deal. Oh yeah, that's nice, man. So super killer. This was great fun. Yo, all right, Pat, you can go ahead and laugh at me now. You can laugh. Oh jeez. Just laugh, brother. Why? I went ahead and bought the. Uh... <laughs> the new pose. The new pose, <laughs> bro. The new pose. The new post is it? Is it? It's not in stores anywhere, right? You just have to get it online. Yeah, you got to buy it online only. So this uh, I can laugh all I want, but you know my dumb ass is gonna buy one too. <laughs> I just, I actually forgot about it. To be honest with you, although I probably would have bought it. Yeah, it's uh it's twelve ninety nine online plus tax shipping and everything. This uh, vendor was selling it for twenty bucks, uh, and then she's like, I drop it to fifteen. I was like, I'll do fifteen if you throw in a, a brand new protector. So she threw a brand new protector on there. 
And, nice. Uh, so and I paid cash and not bad, right? So those bastards had Funko. And they got his they got his mask right too. Yes. There you go, brother. That's right. That's the main thing. Yeah, man. Uh and then I was a sucker. Um Growing up, uh, everybody remembers the Scholastic Book Fairs, right? And I remember loving uh, Goosebumps. And I was like, man! So I bought a couple of Goosebumps. Look at that. Oh, this, wow. This is my ultimate favorite one. It's uh, Attack of the Mutant. That's my favorite one. And it's my great, uh, my favorite TV show as well. That that that's here, that episode. A Night in Terror Tower. Check that out. I remember that one. That was a little bit after my time, but I do remember watching a lot of them and enjoying them. Hell yeah. And then uh, lastly, I found The Curse of the Mummy's Tomb. This one is a classic. This one's dope. So, yeah, man. And I will. Oh, I got one more ting. Let me see. And uh, they always got some great t shirts. So I got to get a t shirt. Retromania, baby. Oh, that's a cool shirt, man. I like the graphics. Gotta get it, buddy. So they had some uh, some celebrities. They had like a, a girl who played one of the Yellow Rangers, and oh, Sergeant Slaughter was there. Uh, a Brady would appreciate that. Sergeant, Sergeant Slaughter. Slaughter. Sergeant Slaughter wow. was there, um, and some other other people. But yeah, man, it was a good little time. We didn't stay that long, but it was it was pretty dope. And we put out a, a new little video on our channel today, and beat the background vocals for it. I was like, yay! Go check it out. Oh, definitely, I gotta check it out after this. Yeah. It's just a minute video, 40 seconds. Cool. Yeah. So that's it. That's it. Oh, we got Colin in the house. What's up? Our buddy Colin. What's going on? And yeah. Hey, Colin. He's happy to see Lurch. Yeah, Lurch. Oh, and st the great story here. Shout out to CD Scale Model. So I was in the supermarket near my house, and I'm walking, and I met up with Chris from CD Scale Models. <laughs> he did a bit. Oh, sweet. Who's been, who's been in the chat and, and watches the channel. And he's like, he's like, you're Pat, right? I'm like, was asking <laughs> and he's like it's me he's, uh, just, i could it's hard sometimes especially with youtube names because it's not some person's name and he says yeah it's chris we were talking i do remember we were talking offline as well about stuff he's a big kiss fan and then he said cd scale models i'm like oh nice so yeah he lives literally like my my housing development's right here he's right next to mine how That's fucked awesome. up is that hey thanks for joining man and hey Underwood, Ryan Underwood, up to no good. What's up, bro? What's up, Ryan? Everything? How's everything going? How's everything with your wife? Hope everything's going good with your wife. Yeah, yeah. I hope so too, man. I don't know what's going on, but yeah, hope so, brother. Yeah, she had some health uh, health scares, and he mentioned mm. last week. So hopefully, uh, everything's all right. I hope she's okay, man. Much love, big fella. And Lurch sent me some pictures. Look at that! Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Lurch is awesome. He's got some new stuff. So he got like, the Evil Dead Two: Dead by Dawn. Yeah, I got the, the Kendarian Dagger, man. Yeah, Fucking had to kick get ass. Man. Yeah. So we got that from, uh, is that Tots? That's Tots, Yeah, right? that's, that's Tots, yeah. It's, it's, it's cast out of resin. Very it's cool. And he also got, da -da, look at that thing. That thing's a beast. I wish the box wasn't so messed up, but I'm just going to display it anyways, man. It looks okay. It looks like it's going to display nice, though. Oh yeah, yeah. He's he's good and clean. The box is just, the, but you know that cardboard bin was like cheap. So that's what very killer, cool. Bro. Those movie maniacs, those eighteen inches, bro. Those are the shit. Those are the shit. All of those, man. Man, amazing. Awesome. So that's great. See what's going on, child. Here, Ryan says uh, she's got the flu now, but she's feeling uh -huh. better. Another front appreciate. Oh yeah, man. Just keep us posted. Uh, 
you know, and I, I'm still dealing with the flu. My daughter still got the flu. The wife's just getting over the flu, and I've been playing Nurse Ratchet to them. They keep calling me like, <laughs> "What? Can you? Oh, we're hungry." I'm like, "So am I." You know, I'm like Nurse Ratchet. I'm like, "Go away." That's awesome. Colin's got a package that arrived yesterday from eBay. I've opened. It's a Universal Monster three pack. Mommy Frankenstein, the Wolfman came out about twenty. Wow, by Sideshow. Oh, sexy. Damn, Sideshow was still around twenty years ago. Damn. Oh, dude, they got a lot of classics that you don't need to realize, like a lot of old school shit. Yeah. Wow. Look at that. Ryan was with a girl one time whose box was pretty banged up, but it made it work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, You're man. Fucking funny. <laughs> Ryan's starting to get just as bad as Travis. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, man. So that's, yes, new items in our collection, man. Feel free to throw them in the chat. Feel free to throw them in the comments after the fact. And uh, we got we, it's going to be a good night tonight. So, yeah, we figure we'd do, uh, you know, what we could do, we, we could do some more directors. We can even go to Clive Barker next if we wanted to, you oh, know? that'd be fun. So many, we could do, I mean, I don't know how you, uh, uh, Joe and Brett are, but I think you're pretty much, you like the Giallo movies, right? So, you yeah. move it to like Dario Argento. We can start going oh. down the line of all the people. I, I'm, a, I'm, a hit, I'm a Hitchcock guy. I love Alfred Hitchcock. Like I'm We could do Hitchcock, Hitchcock. yes. I'd love to do Hitchcock. it. Yeah. Hell fun. yeah, man. One of my favorite kids is, one of the favorite movies I used to love to watch as a kid was The Birds. The Birds is fucking nuts, man. Such a great yeah. movie. Yeah, oh, so we sure. can just keep going down the line with a director. So, But this week, we're going to do The Late great Wes Craven who gave us countless amounts of great movies and probably two of the biggest horror franchises out there right now right arguably oh yeah Nightmare yeah. on Elm Street and Scream yeah yeah okay. so we said all right let's do our top 10 so this is it so I we do have a, a special guest I'm waiting for him to wait for him to pop in there so when when we put this out there our good friend Alito uh, is a big, oh, huge cool. Wes Craven fan. He's like, wow, Pat. He's like, did you mind if I sit in? And I'm like, absolutely not, dude. So I sent him a link. So as soon as he pops on, we can start going down the line with some Wes Craven movies. And we got some other fun stuff tonight. We're going to do um, our movie of for Tuesday night is a movie. Truth be told, I watched last night with my neighbor while we were hanging out after the football game because I haven't watched it in so long, but we talked about doing it the other night. So we're doing the Running Man watch along. On Tuesday, so we're going to do a movie review of The Running Man, and of course, our top five boobs. That that's hard, mm -hmm. man. That's a hard, hard mm -hmm. question, brother. That top five hard, boobies. Pervert, pervert. Well, you know what? <laughs> if you pick the right boobs, it should be hard. Hmm. Oh, okay. A little play on words there. <laughs> Would you shut the fuck up? <laughs> My bad. So yeah, uh, we're, we want to get started. So because uh, I, I told uh, Lito to hop on about fifteen minutes in, so let's just wait for Lito to hop on. Let's see what's going on in the chat. And uh, Ryan, just a man with one brain and <laughs> two heads. Truth be told, yeah, yeah. Hitchcock is the original. Oh yeah, we definitely. Uh, that's a that's great. That's a real good idea, Joe. We might even do that next week. Mm -hmm. Go down to Hitchcock films, man. Yeah, he was so influential that these yeah. you know, these modern day horror masters all learn from him, man. Like, gotta get there. With package tomorrow, daylight and photograph it for myself. Yeah, definitely. It'd be good to see. 
And Running Man, haven't got Running Man on physical media. No, me neither. I, I it's one of the ones I did not get on physical media, but we watched it last night. And I was not that I'm going to talk. We'll talk about it more when we do our review. But there was a few people in that movie that I forgot were even in that, like like uh, cameos. I was like, holy shit! I go, well, I haven't watched this in so long. I forgot these people were in this movie. So are you guys familiar with Coffin Joe? Why do I know that name? It sounds familiar. It's it sounds it's a really hot box set that the Arrow just put out. So I just found out about it. He's like a Brazilian, um, kind of like a Svengoolie, but he's really sadistic. Those movies Ooh. are killer, man. They are really good. I have to check that up, dude. Oh, shit. I sent Lilo a message saying, hop on when you can. And uh, yeah, other than that, there's a few things I was going to order this week. I like one of them, I can believe, forgot about the, the the Funko Pop with the different pose. I'll have to order that. There's, and there's not too much I'm trying to order because, you know, my birthday's in what, three weeks? And the wife's yelling, I don't know what to get you. Stop buying shit. It's hard to say no. And there's not, there really, truth be told, isn't too, too much out there. You know, I, you know, there really isn't. I mean, I was watching something Friday night and I, and I completely forgot about it on eBay. So I was really pissed about that. But there was nothing really been, uh, as Joe would say, tickling my pickle. That's right. It kind of tickled the pickle. If it doesn't, move it along. Move it along. Move on, move on. Yeah. I haven't seen too, too much, man. It's, uh, <laughs> it's all been good. The bank account has been stable because of it, which is nice. I know, and, what uh, you're, I know what you're doing. You're getting ready for a, a certain trip in the future. Yeah, that's why well, I already started the savings account. I've been doing a lot of uh, work, working late. I'm, I'm juggling two jobs at the moment, so the, the account is uh, started already. So, sexy. What what say you guys? Are you guys looking like you can maybe hop on that uh train too? I'm gonna do my best, man. I'm hoping. I have. Uh, I'm hoping. <laughs> The lineup's already looking really good, man. It's starting to shape up real nice. Darren's been posting a bit, uh, updates in uh, the TSL group about some of the people that are uh, going to be there. So what we're talking about, for those that don't know, let's just call it that horror movie podcast convention. Fuck for the love of horror. It's ours. We're all going to go out to for the love of horror down in, uh, over the pond in Manchester, England. Uh, that's Make a trip out of it. Yeah. I've never yeah. been over there, so it'll be fun. And then, and Colin, who was in the chat, Colin, my plan was to go there and then go to Ireland because that's we're going to celebrate my 25th wedding anniversary by going there and meet up with Colin. But Colin said he's like, no, he's coming to Manchester for the party. And then nice. I'm going to hang out with him, in, and I'm going to hang out with him in Ireland after that. Nice. So it's going to be a lot of fun. So that's October. I think it's the 10th and 11th or 11th and 12th of this year. So. Yeah, everybody's got 10 months to save up. I think Shawnee Smith was the last one that signed on. Yeah, I saw that. That would be good. I mean, I'm not a big Saw guy, but I loved her in that TV show, Becker. She was she played that dope, but she was cute as hell. <laughs> yeah, she was good. And she and she was good in The Blob, the remake, with uh, Kevin Dillon. Uh -huh. Let's see. Hmm. All right, come on, Lito. He said he was hopping on. Because we want to get, we're going to get started with this because we got a busy night ahead of us. We're hoping to see Drunk Breddy pop on. Can't wait. I miss that bastard. 
Joe, do me a favor. Unplug your mic and plug it in because it seems like do you hear an outlet where it sounds like it's cutting out a little bit? Or is it just me? Talk, Joe. Hello. Keep talking. Let me know, Lurch, if you're hearing it or if it's just me. Maybe it's me. I just want to love you. Is easy because you're beautiful. A little bit. A little yeah. Bit. Okay, let me see. Unplug it. Look. Yeah. There's the man. What's up, Lilo? Hey, guys. How's it going? What's, What's up, going man? on? What's just watching football. <laughs> yep. Same thing. What's the Chiefs score now? It was 13 10 when I looked up before. Um,. The Chiefs just took the lead. I'm not. I'm not sure what the exact score is. All but right. go Chiefs! Go Chiefs! How's that better? Talk again. Is that better? Yeah, it must have just been. It sounded like it was something loose. That's all. Oh, okay. What's up, Lito? Oh. Man, how you doing, buddy? Pretty good. How are you? Oh man, I'm chilling like a villain up in the ceiling. You feeling? <laughs> yes. <laughs> sure. There you go, brother. And Leo, you met Lurch in person right at, at age 45, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 27. Sure Hello again. 2017 hey, Kansas Good City. All right. Keep going, KC. You too. <clears throat> so we were just talking about how we could we might just go each each week by week. But since we did Carpenter last week, when we were chatting the other night, we're like, why don't we go to West Craven? And now I th I'm thinking for what we're talking about, maybe next week we'll do Hitchcock. Just go, just go down Ooh. the line. Interesting. Yeah. We could do Clive Barker, Dario Argento. I mean, there's so many Fulci. There's a lot of cool directors and horror. So that, that's some, that'd be a lot of fun shit to do. For sure. Yeah, Sean Cunningham. <laughs> Sean Cunningham. I'm trying to think. Can I put ten together with Sean Cunningham? Hmm. That might be a tough one, but well. Well, you can always say. you can you can shorten the list for a certain director. Could be top five. It could be top five. Yeah, yeah. It could be a five. top five. Yeah. Yeah, for certain ones. But or Rob like, Zombie too. I didn't think about that, but you could do Rob Zombie. Zombie. That would be a good one because that'd be a very controversial one to say the least. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's that would piss on a lot of people's bushes, but you, know, you start doing that because. There's people that are all pro zombie on everything he does, and there's those that just want to shit all over it. And uh <laughs> Leo's like <laughs> Yeah. Did there's some there's some of his in his repertoire that I that are like eh, but some I do enjoy. Yeah, 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 some I do enjoy. So you know, Devil's Rejects comes to mind. But let's do this. So let's go number 10. So we can do our top 10 Wes Craven movies. So we'll just go. Clockwise. So my number ten is uh, I don't know why a lot of people have a lot of problems with this sequel, but I enjoy Scream Three. Wow! Start off with a bang. Yeah, I enjoy Scream Three. I, I don't know why it gets a lot of hate. It's uh, it's it's got an interesting story. You know, you know, with Dewey kind of being there but not kind of being there. I love pa anything Patrick Warburton's in is is a plus for me. And uh, I just like the way it opened up. Where they, it, it almost brought you back to Scream One. Where what do they do? Right off the bat, they kill Cotton Weary like this. Gone. Yeah. yeah. You know, like a main character, like whoop, he's gone. You're like, whoa, wait, where, where are we going here? So, see, you, see you later, Cotton. Yep. Scream <laughs> Three for me. Wow. And uh, well, look at that. This is on my list. This is going to be an interesting. Top, top, top ten already. I can tell it. Jesus Christ. It's going to be interesting. Red Eyes, number Don't 10 for Bill. Oh, wait. Bill Bill's in the house. Hold on. Billy. He's got to get his proper uh, welcoming. Fuck the other ever scathed. Fuck you. Sending me this shit. Ah, Billy. Bill. 
Hey, Law Dog. Law Dog go right here. I heard you the first time. But uh, what, what say what say you, Joe? What's your what, number ten? What say you? That would be uh 1972's The Last House on the Left, baby. The OG son. The wow. remake stuck, uh, you know, Wolfman's Nards, but uh that's a classic. Uh it's kind of you know, early craven, you know, early, early craven, five years before the hills have eyes, and it's it's really effective. I love the film. So that's my Very, we start it, off to me. It's almost like uh, to me, it's probably the first grindhouse film. So yeah. that grindhouse uh, feeling to it. So that's my number ten. Hey, Greg, what's up? The Mean Machine Radio Show's in the house. What's up, man? I, I I've said it before, man. I got to reach out to you, but I've I, I'll let you know offline. I've just been busy juggling two jobs, and it's just really sucking big time. He said juggling and <laughs> sucking in the same sentence. <laughs> Hey, look! Don't fault, don't, don't fault me because I can multitask. I know come you on. want. Well, I, I know. Mean, I know we need extra subscribers, Pat. But come on, come on, Pat. <laughs> Sorry, my knees are killing me. Oh. <laughs> well, I love you. All right, though. So yeah, the last house to the left, the Big Joe. What, what say you, Lurch? What's your number ten? So I'm. Siding with you, man. I chose Scream 3. It would have been yeah. a little bit higher on my list had it not been for uh, Courtney Cox's bangs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the shit like this, bro. The shit like this. Like, what up? You put the Tupperware bowl on her head and it just went... <laughs> it's awful, man. But that's actually a good movie. It really is. I think it is. I don't know why I get so much shit. Oh, that's too funny. Because people like to hate on stuff. It's oh, true. Yeah. It's, hate hate it's, easy, it's easier to hate on shit than it is to find reasons to like stuff. That's true. Yeah, big Hater's time. Haters gonna hate. Ainers gonna hate. That's right. What say yeah, you, Lido? Uh, so this is definitely gonna be a controversial episode because people are gonna be like, "Who the fuck is this guy?" Uh, who the hell is this? This is Michael thinking. Myers. That's who this fucking guy is. He's yeah, Myers. Yeah, but. No, I just mean because of what I'm picking. So my number 10 is Music of the Heart. Okay. I know that. I've seen that. I've seen it. Yeah, it didn't make my list. I, and people got to remember, just because we picked 10 doesn't mean the ones we left off we don't like. Because that's a big thing. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You just, you just shoehorn the 10 in there. Or like Joe when he cheats last week and puts Alien and Aliens 2 as number one. But I'm not. Yeah, yeah. Wait, did I just say that out loud? I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. If you yeah. ain't, if that's you ain't cool. trying, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. <laughs> yeah, I just, I mean, I just like it because, I mean, it's different. He got to work with Meryl Streep, which, you know, I'm sure for him was a total honor and pleasure. And uh, I don't know. I like that we got to see a different side of Wes's capabilities. Yeah, it's true. Very true. Not bad at all. Do a quick check. What's going on in the chat? One quick Lurch one. just disappeared. What happened? He like faded into the darkness. He's so, he's so dark. There he is. Oh, there he is. There open, he is. A tab. open the tab, man. Close the tab out. So. Oh, look at that. So when we do our zombie uh, list, <laughs> Colin's going to be throwing in there. Uh, yeah, I, Lord of Salem, that's a guilty pleasure for me. I actually like it. It gets weird, but it's good. Yeah. Oh, that's the shit. That, that what Meg, Meg something, her eyes, she's scary in that fucking movie. Oh, Meg, Meg Foster? Meg Foster, bro. She's fucking oh, terrifying. Yes. yes. Yeah. Fuck that. Nope. And she aged so weird. Her skin, like, got so, like, uh, I don't know, like, a lot of, like, look at her in um 31. She looks, like, so, like, old and gaunt in 31. 
Yeah, she, she looks like those rejects too, man. Yeah, she looks like she fucking laid out in fucking Desert Valley for two weeks straight with no sunscreen. <laughs> And that shit got scraggly and crackled and all that shit. <laughs> yeah, face. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Colin's, Colin's number 10. He's got Deadly deadly Friend, which is good, man. That was tough to leave off the oh, list. Wow. That nice. was tough. Maybe she, yeah, I'll definitely I'll, I'll hook up with you, man. I, I've been apologizing. I've just been so fucking busy. It's crazy shit, man. Um, but number your life, your life is nuts. <laughs> no, it sucks. It's like all of a sudden I had all the time in the world and then everything changed and it's just ridiculous. I don't have any time anymore. Just sucks. So my number nine is one we just talked about doing for a watch along one of these days. And to me, it's like, it's not her. It's to me. I laugh more than anything through this movie. And it's the people under the stairs. Fool. Get out. Fool. Yeah. Fool. <laughs> gotta, gotta love Roach. Love Roach. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great, that's a great impression. <laughs> <laughs> and weren't they talking about doing a remake of the people under the stairs i think we talked about that I, yeah i heard they were but i don't know what the hell happened to it i got him i got him i got him i got him i love that fucking movie you gotta love, love the it. s&m suit and everything it was like pre-pulp fiction <laughs> before okay. the gimp it's fucking awesome bring out the gimp <laughs> <laughs> the gimp's asleep. Well, I guess you better wake him up then. <laughs> oh man! So that's my number nine. People, people nice. the stairs. What about you, Big Joe? Oh shit! Okay, so I'll probably get hate on this one. But I watched oh, this Jesus. movie a lot growing up, and I, to me, I find it funny as fuck. Uh, number nine, Vampire in Brooklyn, 1995. I knew you were gonna have this on this list because you've talked about how much you like this. I knew it was on your list. I really love that movie, bro. I mean. It's misunderstood on so many different levels, but if you put it on and watch it, it's entertainment at its best, bro. I don't care what people say. It's it's a classic, and I'm a big Eddie Murphy fan. And to say that Eddie Murphy, you know, is in a quote-unquote horror film is fucking awesome, dude. I fucking love it. I fucking love that movie. So that's my number nine. <laughs> can you can, nice. can you imagine, like... I would I would have loved to have been a fly on the wall during the making of that film to see how Wes and Eddie would have interacted because Wes yeah. is so like cerebral and like deep and layered and Eddie Murphy I think I, he just to me I feel like he would just be making jokes and, and clowning around the whole time so like it would have been oh, interesting yeah. to see that dynamic because yeah. Wes was a prankster too but like he was also very serious when he needed to be. So it's like, how it's did like, that work? I mean, to me, that it, that was kind of like when Eddie Murphy was still kind of Eddie Murphy. Like 95 was mm -hmm. kind of like, you know, he was kind of tailing off kind of, but he was still Eddie yeah. fucking Murphy. And it was, it was cool to have the two clash together. I thought it was, I think yeah. it's me. That's just me. Yeah. That's just me. Oh, has this been something? Meg looks like Iggy Pop's sister these days. <laughs> More wrinkles than an elephant's trunk. It's, it's true, man. I feel bad because she's got those amazing eyes and she was real pretty. These are on my list. They're higher up on my list. They're number nine. Last house on the left. I have that. I have Shocker high on my list. A big fan of Shocker. Oh, yeah. Number nine. Nightmare on Elm Street, number nine, Slasher Fred. Wow. Holy that's a, shit. That's a bomb drop. Boom! That's that's Seriously. controversial. Whoa, you dick! <laughs> right. <laughs> hey, where's that with the one with Loomis? 
<laughs> That's up top here. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta get some new ones. And, uh, no. <laughs> Love it. Uh, Slash of Fred says, did you know that Wes Craven had directed a Disney Channel original movie in the 80s called Case Busters? Mm -hmm. It's about these two kids yeah. while the grandfather solved a case of burglars. Did not know that. No, I did yep. not know that. That is gnarly. I think we mentioned that in the in the book that we did about a Nightmare on Street. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah, for those that don't know, well, quick, why don't you tell them about the Fred Heads, uh, the Fred Heads documentary. You were part of the Fred Heads too, right? I love you, Ryan. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, I, I was involved in Fred Heads, but I also, um, I co-produced Never Sleep Again, which was all about the Elm Street series. And then a few years later, the guy who wrote and produced that documentary and I uh, did a hardcover book about uh, the first A Nightmare on the Street film. It's like 300 pages. And you can get it in, in paperback, I think on Amazon. It's called Never Sleep Again, The Elm Street Legacy, The Making of A Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, but like we, we went and did all this digging about Wes and it was just like all these projects that you like never heard of. And a few that like raised our eyebrows, like, Oh wait, he was involved in like softcore porn. Like what's going on? So whoa, whoa, whoa. what's wrong with the softcore porn? Big fan. No, <laughs> no. Empty nothing's oh, wrong. <laughs> nothing's wrong with it. I just, <laughs> I just never could picture Wes being involved with that. So, stop <laughs> porn is just empty promises. Get out of here. <laughs> it, 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 it's Skinamax, basically what Skinamax was in the eighties on, on Friday nights. So, was it was it was it Friday after dark? It was Skinamax. They had all the the softcore porn stuff. But no, I, I love the, the the you know the never sleep again. Ah! You know. The, <laughs> <laughs> no. I love Dylan. I love Dylan. Hey, Dylan was, it's, it's on my list. It's higher up. Never Sleep Again is one of the best horror documentaries. By far. By yeah. far. It is amazing. It's good. Colin, Thanks. Colin's got to get the book. You got to get the book and send it to Lito. We'll sign it for you. Oh, shit. Yeah. I need to do that. Holy shit. I, need I, to do that. I, got, nothing, oh. I got nothing else to do right now. So. <laughs> Holy shnikes. Do you have a copy I'm of the book, Handy? What's that? you have a copy of the book somewhere that you can grab it and show us? Handy? Yeah. Hold, hold on one second. Yeah, go ahead. Yes. Ooh, reading material. Both Wes, Craven, and Sean <laughs> started in porn. That's how the fathers of Freddie and Jason first met. <laughs> yeah, they. Hey, Nothing wrong with starting off in porn. Yeah. I never had such luck. But. Yeah, so uh, Craven's name was Abe Snake. Oh, nice. Oh, that, that was his porn name? <laughs> Director's yeah. name? Yep. I guess he didn't take a Dirk Diggler or Brock Landers, I guess. That's cool. Oh, Look dude, at that. that's, oh, that's, that's, oh, nice. that's pretty. Oh. Yo, where do I buy that, bro? So we only did so many copies of this uh, hardcover version. Uh -huh. um, so you kind of have to go like secondhand market, like eBay or something. And the original uh, copies were actually numbered. And then signed by um, Robert, me, Amanda, Heather, and then the author. But wow. I'll, I'll do I'll do this as carefully as I can. <laughs> you, it's it's chock full of like every page has photos, color photos, and there's a ton of pictures in the book that they're probably online now because people have had the book for a few years. 
but they were pictures that like I was in charge of materials and I had like a drive full of stuff. And a lot of it I had never seen before, like including some of the behind the scenes makeup stuff from David Miller's studio, like some of the concept things for Freddie, like the photos were like, whoa, to see like what they were originally thinking, what they thought he was going to look like. And it's pretty cool. So if you can pick it up secondhand, I highly recommend it because it's it's better than the, the paperback that's black and white and doesn't have as many pictures, but uh, it's it's pricey. So yeah. The paperback, right? This Look, one. Never yeah. sleeping. Mm -hmm. I was gonna I say, I'm like, I can see Joe's face. I'm like, Joe's already on eBay looking Hard for it. I can see his face. <laughs> like, Joe's got that look. Like, <laughs> Michael always helps me look for shit. He always helps me look. Always. He's a bad. Us had is rides working around the house, but on either Never Sleep Again or Crystal Lake Memories. Yes, yeah, a lot of real good stuff, man. Um, Sorry. Well, we anyway, we we hijacked the thing. I think it's we need to hear them, That's the beautiful thing about it's, uh, Lurch. It's beautiful. What's your number nine, Lurch? So I don't know if anybody else has this on their list, but uh, Invitation to Hell. Oh, I, I really enjoyed that. Didn't Still. make my list, but it's good. Hell to the yeah! Good one. Very cool. That's that's reaching that's reaching in the the deep well too. That's that's oh, showing yeah. off is what that's showing off. <laughs> it's a good one, man. It's it's one no, it is. it is. Oh, it is. Like, I've seen these movies. And they're not mainstream. Most people don't know about them, but they're they're really good. <laughs> Lurch just said, "You know what? Excuse me while I whip this out." <laughs> you did. <laughs> I love it. it. So uh, my number nine is going to be Last House on the Left. Nice. I really, yeah. I love that movie. It would be higher on the list if it wasn't so difficult for me to to watch. It actually, when I watch it, I actually am like, oh god, this is tough to get through. So, oh, yeah. but I respect yeah. the hell out of it. So, <laughs> good choice, brother. Nice. So hit number eight. So number eight, I'm going back to the Scream Well for Scream 2. I like Scream 2. It Scream 2 nice. remind Scream 2 is me like Saved by the Bell, the college years. <laughs> a little bit older, a little wiser. <laughs> yeah. The, the Scooby gang goes to college. <laughs> exactly. But I enjoy the shit out of it. I love it. it it's it's so entertaining. Yeah. Every time it's on, I gotta watch it. So that's for me. Screen two. Very nice. Uh, so we're at number eight. So uh, I'm going to go with 1989's Shocker. We, Shocker. Uh, remind me, uh, Patty, We did we do a watch along of Shocker? We, oh God, we, I know we talked about it, but let me look. Thank God for the uh, database. I Otherwise, I don't know. I think we did. If we didn't do a watch along, then we, do it, we did a review of Shocker. I, think, I know we did a review. Yeah, and I, if I don't remember, I think I did six or seven out of ten. Uh, we really, I we, love Shocker. Yeah, we covered it extensively, and I remember YouTube really had it kind of high. Like Brett really likes it. Brett's a big. I'm fan a big of, fan. I'm a big yeah. fan of Shocker. I love it. So it's, you know, it's a, it's got to be in the top ten just because it's, it's nostalgic. I love the, uh, the cover, the magazine cover, whatever. No, it just. No. 
So it's iconic. It's super cool. We did not do. I thought we did, but we did not. Yeah. No, I think we did it. I think we did it with Michael. I think we did it on the old podcast. Did we? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. We didn't do it on this one. It's not on this one. Uh, we got to do some... for a rewatch. Yeah. yeah, I definitely have to add that to the list. I agree. Yeah. Love me some shocker. <laughs> right. So we got left. Uh, so number eight for me, shocker as well. Look at that, twofer. Ow! Sexy man. Sexy what? beast. <laughs> kind of bright. Shocker. Shocker, the sexy beast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the hell starred two famous actors who were two famous icon TV show and movie stars. Oh, Salim Moon Fry, yeah, Pucky Rooster. Yeah. I did not know that. Wow, look at that. Wow. Look at these guys. I might love juicy bits. James we're has getting, got we're getting we're getting facts. We're getting facts. Yeah. Right. right. That, that's why it was great. When, last year, uh, last year, last week when we were doing carpet, we were getting a lot of uh cool stuff too. Red Eye, Everscape has got people under the stairs. Oh, Colin's right nice. with you guys. He's in line. It's a three for number eight shocker. Wow. Yeah. Nice. Very cool. Run for it, boo. <laughs> Ryan, uh, number eight, New Nightmare. Oh, it's kind of high, Ry Ry. It's kind of high, brother. Kind of high. Yeah, I know. Joe's a big fan of that. I was waiting for that. They went, what, 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 what? <laughs> what about you, Lena? No new nightmare slander here. So my number four, which I'm sure is going to cause controversy. Four, sorry, wait, whoa, 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 no four. Sorry, num number eight. Sorry, my right. number eight will <laughs> cause controversy. I, I already what? gave it away. I already gave it away. It's it's Scream Four. Oh, you like Scream Four? Nice. I like Scream Four. I actually make the list, but I like I it. it. Yeah, yeah. It's it's flawed, particularly that that filter that they use through the whole goddamn movie. I heard, by the way, I don't know if you guys ever heard this, but somebody said that, I don't know if it was Patrick or somebody else, but somebody is supposedly working on a cut of that film that would be released commercially that would not have the filter on it. I don't know if that's true, but if you ever see anything about that, please send me a link because I saw it sometime last year, I think, and I was like, oh my God, because to me, that would improve the film so much because that filter was yeesh, it was terrible. But uh, I liked the film because I felt like it brought the focus back to Sydney, you know, a uh, little more than three because she's in three a fair amount, but she kind of seems like in the background. And I just love that series. So, oh, yeah, exactly. I got a soft spot for it. There's a lot. I, I There's not one in that in the franchise I hate. Just some I like more than others. Uh oh, look who's in the chat. Brady's at a, a function, uh, a nice, it's probably an open bar. So, shocker, she's been it's in my top five. Brady, yeah, Brady's a big shocker guy like me. Are you gonna do a, a drive by? I thought you were gonna hop on and do a drive by. <laughs> so, what do I have? So, that's number so that's our number eight. So, my number seven is I saw this in the theater and it really creeped me out. I, I, I'm a big, I love, I love Bill Pullman, but the serpent and a rainbow is my number seven. It, nice. it was so creepy as hell. Just seeing it in the theater when it came out. So nice. I, I love that line. Don't bury me. I'm not dead. Thank you <sighs> about that movie. That movie is super creepy, but it didn't make my top ten because it was too creepy. Does that make sense? Yeah, all that witchcraft and all that other weird yeah. shit that's there, and that uh, yeah. yeah, it it it's a movie that gets under your skin. But good film. Fantastical, fantastical. 
Fantastical. That's right. <laughs> My uh, number seven. We're on seven, right? Seven. Yes. Uh, number seven. Um, come on, this movie was kind of you know cool for a bunch of reasons. Uh, growing up, I watched a lot. Nineteen eighty-three Swamp Thing. Um, I watched it on HBO. Wasn't it on HBO a lot? Wasn't it? Uh, from what I could remember, and I just I saw my a good pair of uh, you know what's on there. We're gonna be talking about those that's later. When, that's when you get to see Adrian Barbeau's book. Yeah, so we're gonna... That was so hard to leave off this list. Yeah, I loved Swamp Thing. Swamp Thing as a kid, I love that yeah. movie. Love that movie, and uh, you know it was just a tie into our list that we're gonna do later. Hopefully, Lido, you stick around for that. Um, but Swamp Thing, 1983, so iconic, and it was a sad story, and it was a good story, and Lido. Awesome. If you stay around for the best boobs in horror, your wife's off limits because you, you, you can't pick your wife. <laughs> well, that's bullshit. Come on. <laughs> if our wives are not on our top five, we're fucked. Let's put it that way. We're fucked. Uh, and, she's, and she's actually been in a horror film. So that's that's what I'm saying. It's just like, you know, you're, you're gonna, like uh, number one, Jen. Hey, what's with all these rules? <laughs> yeah, whoa, 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 slow down. This isn't a whoa. fucking screen movie, man. Like, yeah, bro. <laughs> Calm down there, Pat. <laughs> nice. Uh, James has got number uh, number seven. He's got uh, Scream 3. Doesn't, no, it doesn't deserve all the hate. I enjoy the, the shit out of it. Everscape. Oh, no, yeah, he's at number seven with me, The Serpent in the Rainbow. Good film, man. Love that. Uh, Swamp Thing was a reunion for Craven and David Hess. Yeah, look at that, Collins, number seven. Boobage gets gets a thumbs up. <laughs> that is said bondage. I was like, yeah. Um, <laughs> out the camp. I was like, what? Oh, okay. All <laughs> right. So for me, number six, uh, <laughs> sort of almost in the middle here, but it's New Nightmare, number six. Oh, you son of a gun, you. You, 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 it was a really you good bastard. concept. The way it was, the way he put it together was a great concept. And, uh, sort of like, uh, I'm a big fan of, uh, American Horror Story, which is, uh, was it season three or four where they were at the Roanoke? Did you ever watch where they go and, and they do like a whole thing where it's like, um, I can watch those paranormal oh, yeah. things. The paranormal yeah, things. Yeah. I think that's actually later than season four. I think it's a few seasons past. Yeah, that. yeah. It, where they go and they and it's like my wife's big on it. That's why she watches all the paranormal shows yeah. and they talk to the real people and then they reenact it. And then yeah. where you get to see the people and then they're interacting with the people that are playing themselves. It's such a great uh concept. Yeah. So, yeah. so that was very interesting. But yeah, but go check out if those that yeah, the Roanoke season of American Horror Story was awesome. Check it out. We had to check it in. Check it out. Check it out. What 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 what's it all about? Oh no, he's rapping now. He's scratching. I know Beastie Boys, baby. What? Sorry. Is it me? Is my turn? It's you, number six. Oh shit. Number six. Now getting down to the nitty-gritty. Close to that number five. Uh number six for me. Uh, 1977's The Hills Have Eyes. Classic film. Um, I love the remake, um, but the, the OG is the shit. So that's my... I'm not going to elaborate much on these, these six new tens, but I'll elaborate more to the five of the ones. But my number six is The Hills Have Eyes. It's a classic. Very good. Nice. Since we have guests, I'm going to be nice. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see, but Ryan Underwood's got uh, Scream 3 at 6. Everscape has got 
Last house on the left. Nice. Cool. What, what do you got, Lurch? So number six for me is New Nightmare. There you <gasps> go. Look um, at that. Right there with me. It's not one of my favorites, but <gasps> it's... I, hey, I'm being honest, but... Yeah, hurt Joe. It's, it's Joe's up like, oh. there. It's up there. It's not my favorite, but it's up there. <laughs> it's a good one, man. <laughs> People on the stairs for Colin. Nice. Yeah, how could you do that? <laughs> All right, my number six. My number six, I'll give you, but I I want to clarify something real quick. Uh oh. I I should I should point out that this is not what I think Wes's 10 best films are. These are my 10 favorite. So did I do this correctly? No, it's not his, it, it's our, our we're, we say top, not our top 10. Why? So I always phrase it as our top 10, meaning okay, it's okay. what we like our, but it's our okay. best. It's not what gotcha. it's considered his best. It's what we like gotcha. the most. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay, favorites so, too. yeah. So our favorites. Yeah. Okay. So my number six is screen three. Um, Again, I have a soft spot yeah. for that series. It was the first real horror film that I saw with my wife. Um, and it's just, I think it's a really fun film. Like, it's a little too goofy. But I recently saw the, um, I don't know if you guys saw someone leaked the original uh, director's cut of it that he submitted to Dimension before they asked for changes. And some of the stuff that was in that cut I'm like, why didn't this make the final cut? Like this would have made this film so much more uh, in tone with the first two and scarier and like, cause everyone shits all over Aaron Kruger for that script. But when you see that cut, you're like, Aaron Kruger actually did what he was supposed to do. Dimension just asked for a bunch of changes. So Dimension had a, uh, Dimension seemed to do a lot of that back then. Yeah. And with the screen films, they did it like a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Big time. Yeah, so that's it. That's number six. All right, number five. So some of the ones that are on my number five, from five to one have been mentioned, obviously, except for the Holy Grail, which I'm sure we all have at the top. Um, and these are simply my favorites because you got to remember, well, Lito or not, we're, we're around the same age, right, Lito? Uh, uh, yeah, I'll be 50 in May. All right, so we are two years apart, so I'll be 52 Motherfucker looks weeks. younger than me. I know, doesn't bitch. he? It's, it's, it's like a bitch. Look at him. This motherfucker look younger than me. What the fuck you drinking, bro? Shit. Crazy, I'll be 52 man. in three weeks. 52 going on Social Security at this rate. But uh, early 80s was was the, the dawn of VHS stores. So that's where I found all this horror. And it was all the covers. So one of the covers I saw, my number five, The Hills Have Eyes. I saw that. I was like, ooh, that looks creepy as fuck. Let me rent that, man. And that just blew me away. Just loved it. So yeah. creepy. Dream D Wallace. Jesus Christ. What a good movie. So a lot of these are nostalgia for me because of my VHS days. Because I remember walking in blindly. See, like this day in this information age, you know everything about this stuff before you watch it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Back then, I walked into a, a, a video store. I didn't know what the hell I was looking at, except that the cover looked cool and the name looked cool. Yeah. I'm like, wow, this looks pr pretty cool. You look at the back, you're like, okay, you don't know who these fucking people are. But you're like, all right, let me take it home and watch it. Yeah. And it was, and that was a lot more fun because you didn't know what you were getting. Like now we're so spoon fed. We know everything about everything before it comes out. Yeah. So I do miss those days, but yeah, Hills have eyes, man. Well, you know, you know what else I think if I can write on the tail of that real quick. Sure. Um, they put so much more effort into the marketing 
of the films for home consumption too. Like the covers, I think of, of uh, the video cassettes and laser discs and everything. They you could tell they really invested time and energy into like making it look eye catching, making it yeah. interesting, making you want to watch this fucking movie. And now it's like photoshopped bullshit of people like you know turned half to the side and looking like this, and maybe a knife in the middle or something. And it's like this is garbage. Like give me those posters, give me those fucking awesome posters that incorporate it. Like this, like Nathan Thomas Milliner did this based on ideas that we had because we were like, we want it to look like an old school movie poster because yeah. it represents that. And I miss that about video stores because time, that yeah. it sold you. So it had to sell you because you didn't know anything else. It was just that. Yep. Sorry, I, that's I, my rant. No. <laughs> and it's, it's absolutely true. And I tell, like I taught, I've had conversation with my daughter and my son and they're like, dad, what got you into all this stuff? I said, as a kid, that's what we did. I said, you got to remember back then there was no internet. We had just gotten cable TV, so and cable TV back then was very limited on what you had. It, there was no on demand. You watched what they showed you. You could just pick and choose what you what you wanted to watch. I yeah. said so when they opened when we got our first VCR Quasar popped up, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> the first video store opened up 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 the the road from us. I said I was like a kid in the candy store. I was like, wow, look at all these movies, holy yeah. shit! Mm-hmm. And the best part of it was like. Walked into the horror section. What's the first movie I see? I didn't own it because there was no way to own it. I was like, oh, Halloween's right there. I'm like, holy shit. And that's what I did. And of course, within a year or two, my father and I discovered dubbing. <laughs> so he bought a second VCR. And I went yep. and rented Halloween. And that's how I got my first copy of Halloween. <laughs> I copied it from a, from a rental store. Awesome. Or you could, or you could record them off of like HBO and Cinemax and shit like that. That's that's actually where I first saw The Hills Has, Have Eyes. Is a friend of mine recorded that and a few other horror films on like you know like he'd use the extended play setting so it was a little like fuzzy. But yeah. like that's how we watched a lot of our movies. And it was I love I love the fact that I didn't have anybody's opinion. Nobody told me to like it. It was like you figured this shit out on your own. You just loved, went into there blindly. You loved it was or great. hated it based on you watching the shit. You didn't watch. You didn't go to Rotten Tomatoes. You didn't go to fucking IMDb. You didn't fucking do any of that. You went straight. You looked at the cover. You saw and thought it was interesting. You read that bitch and you watched it. No YouTube reviews where everybody's going like this. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I, you know what, really got me because the <laughs> horror movies were one thing, but all the Jackie Chan movies. I was a sucker for all the Jackie Chan posters. You know what I mean, like Super Cop. And fucking like uh, Rumble in the Bronx, and like those were movie covers. That, and I mean, there were some bad ones, like a police story and all that shit. Like there was a bad, not that one, but there were some bad ones. But you had to figure it out on your own. You had mm-hmm. to figure it yeah. out, and that's what I miss about those things. Some quick number fives. Let's see, James, Ryan. Yeah, rank on your enjoyability. Don't let anybody tell you what you like or you dislike. Mm-hmm. Uh, people under stairs. Number five. Scream four for the Everscades for Bill. New Nightmare, number five. That's high up. No, another Scream 4. And, uh, uh see. I need a refill, guys. Do I have time to get a drink? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm just going to go check out the chat. Go ahead. Go get a refill. There was a TV movie that oh, I remember watching that Craven had produced that was directed by his son, Jonathan, called They Shoot Divas, Don't They? Star Jennifer. Jennifer Beals? Really? I didn't see that. Leo, yeah, did you see that? I'm going to the restroom right quick. I'll be right back. Yeah, go ahead. I'll just check no. out the chat while, I, while everybody goes. I, I never heard of that. No, I never have actually. What, did he say it was? It's directed by his son Jonathan. Interesting. His son Jonathan. Huh. Yeah, I did not know that. Okay, 
I just learned something. Thank you for that, yeah. sir. <laughs> Actually, yeah, Bill, we're big music guys. He plays in the band. I play the band. Yeah, exactly. Album coverage. You that's how I be became a fan. That's how I became a Kiss fan. For those of those, I do Kiss stuff on here. I'm a diehard Kiss fan since 1975. My brother came home with Kiss Alive. He borrowed from a friend of his at school, and it was sitting on the dining room table. And I pick it up. I'm like, I'm like, what the fuck is this? I'm like, I have to find out what this is because it was cool as all hell. And I've been a fan ever since, since 1975. So, yeah, I used to love to go to record stores, and you see covers. and you, It was the same thing, early version of just looking at VHS covers. And nowadays, it's, I miss that shit. Yeah, really miss that shit. Yeah, it's it's even. Um, I have like one of those memories of video store being some, some something special because when again when I first started dating Jennifer, we used to have like a. We were in college, so we were kind of poor. So we would go to a Chinese buffet as our like date night dinner, and then we would walk from the buffet restaurant to uh, the video store that was next door. And it was, it was fucking huge. And like, we would go in and pick out a few movies. And again, a lot of the time it was just based on what does the cover look like? You know, who's yeah. in it on the cover? Like, is it interesting? Does it look scary? Does it look, you know, so I miss those. I miss those days a lot. Yeah. A lot of these are like that. That's why some of them you're going to see they're high on the list are, are from the early eighties and the age of the VHS store, because they meant so much to me when I saw them and I, I love them. This old school 80s VHS rental stores, they were magical. One, I could go, yeah, exactly. I could spend hours in there just looking at them. I remember we used to have, um, I don't think they had, I don't know if it was like a national chain. It's called Palmer Video. I don't know if it was anything where I'll be you guys, but it was big in New Jersey where I grew up. There was a bunch of them. And I would just go in there and the guy knew me. I'd ride my bike to the place and the guy knew me. He's like, oh, Pat, what do you, and I could just sit there and look at, I could just sit there like a kid that can't, like, you know, where they say a kid goes to a toy store and you take the toy and you sit in the aisle and play with it. I just sit there and just read all the covers. I'm like, oh, what am, and I shouldn't have been renting any of this stuff, but he didn't give a rat's ass. He just sit there like chain smoking cigarettes because it was like rated <laughs> R stuff. And I was like 12, 13 years old. There's no way in hell I should have been renting this shit, but he didn't give a rat's ass about it. <laughs> you heathen. You heathen. <laughs> give a shit. Heathen. We did not give a shit. <laughs> Heathen monster. I made covers where that started. Yeah. Oh God. I made covers big time, man. Eddie rules, of course. So we left. I off love. What? Uh, oh, I was just gonna say real quick, real quick, Ryan. I love your comment about trying to explain to my eight-year-old the joy of hitting the aisles of Blockbuster. There's a lot of things like that. Like you try to explain to kids today, and literally their eyes just fucking glaze over. Like rotary phones, cassette tapes, dial-up video stores like computers taking five minutes to power up before anything powered on the screen and it's like it's just it's so much for them they're like i don't know how you lived like <laughs> oh and they, they don't understand patience this whole generation doesn't have patience because they just used to hit clicking something and absolutely i'm like no 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 that's not the way it was growing up there was no such thing as hitting the button it was there you had to wait i go i remember when i first got my shit the first computer i had was Shit, right before I started dating my wife. So that was shit. That was 96 or maybe 95. I got my first like real computer. I mean, I had the Commodore Commodore 64 in the 80s, but like a real computer. It was a compact. And I remember getting uh AOL and dial up. Oh, and how many wow. times sometimes you couldn't get on? You like if you wanted to get on, you had to like start an hour earlier just to make sure you got on. Then you finally get on, you're like, yeah, then you got kicked off. <laughs> 
I'm like, especially and back then, that was that was right when eBay started. So I, be, I was still collecting Kiss stuff too, and looking for Halloween stuff. And like, I'm ready to bid. Boom! You get kicked off. I'm like, no. Yeah, the struggles, the struggles. But we left. Off, I made a note because I would forget. I left off at number five. So for me, the hills have eyes was number five. What about you, Big Joe? Oh, now we're into the top five West top five films of all time. You can edit this, and then we can do a, a top five. You know, later How about that. Yeah. Uh, come on. We've been mentioning this enough. Run, fool! Run, fool! You know. <laughs> <laughs> the people under the stairs, man, from 1991. It is such a classic. There was an event where uh, they had a little mini reunion here in San Antonio. Uh, so we got who played full. Uh, like one, the guy who was the, the zombie at the end, he looked kind of like a punk rocker. <laughs> the ones that were eating people. Uh, and then, okay. but anyway, movie so cool. Uh, it's, it's it's spooky and creepy. Uh, you know, I love the fact that Fu, uh, he went back to save the girl. I loved all the scenes, and they were inside the wall. You know what I mean? And they're trying to find them. Yeah. Uh, you know, trying yeah. to catch them. It was just the movie's amazing. I love when he kills the dog. I got him! I got him! And he fucking kills. The dog, you know, <laughs> when he comes out all. You can't break him. Anyway, <laughs> uh, the movie's great. The movie's fucking phenomenal, and it deserves a top five spot. That's my number five. Ow! Look at you. Go, Lurch. <laughs> All right, man. So my number five is Nightmare 2. <laughs> Very nice. Get out of here. I'm done with you. Yeah, man. I'm done. I know that's controversial, man. A lot of people uh, don't like it. It's not the greatest sequel, but. <laughs> it was a, It was a quite evil Freddy, though. Exactly. That's why. That's why. Before he turned like. Before he did start doing stand up, Freddy. Like, like it's not like Freddy's dead. Yeah, you're my children now. Love that. Love that. Mm. What about you, Lita? My number five is uh, Serpent in the Rainbow. I fucking love that movie. It still scares the shit out of me. There are some images in that movie, like the chick biting into the glass at the dining room table. That just every I'm time kidding. I see it, it like it sends chills up my back because like just imagining doing that is like, Oh my God, no, you please stop. Like you are ruining your mouth for all time. Like, and, and then him being buried alive and some of the, just the concepts that this is kind of based on a true thing. Yeah. That's it's, it's fucking scarier. horrifying. That's horrifying. Yeah, I don't, I'm, I'm forbidden from like watching that shit and talking about that shit and all that stuff. Like, the wife's like, ah, nope, not in this house. If we go anywhere spooky when we get to the front door, because I like, say it, I'm like, all right, if you're a ghost or a spooky entity, you're not allowed to walk in our house. Please go away where you came from. You're not allowed. I have to say that. <laughs> the plot twist where the so called couple revealed to be siblings reminds me of the B movie motel where I assumed it. Oh, yeah, with uh, the brother and sister and the people under the stairs. <clears throat> That's what he was talking about. Yes. Yeah, I can see the, the parallel to Motel Hell. Yeah. Yeah. So my number, so we're at number four. Mm-hmm. And my number four is high up on the list because because of the early days of video. When I first saw it, and that it says like the most shocking thing and all this other shit. So to me, it was uh 
not the left. It was the last house on the left because the way it was, it it on the cover it said like the most shocking film and all this other stuff. So when I was a kid. I was like, okay, I got to see this. And it was that, that's another one that was real gritty and grindhouse, and uh, the acting eh, not so great by the one do, doofy guy. You know, it's like oh, dool, dool, dool. It was such a, such a moron. But how scary it was because you felt it was like it was like this feeling of dread. What they did to these two girls. I mean, the one girl peeing her pants. I was like shocked. I was like watching it. I'm like, oh my god, how freaked out was that? And then the revenge yeah. of the of the parent, the parents' revenge at the end. It it was, you know, you figure uh, probably saw this maybe around eighty three or eighty four. So probably like eleven, twelve years old. And you figure early eighties was pretty shocking to see something like that. I was like, wow. Yeah. And I think the grittiness, I feel about that movie the same way I feel about uh, the original Chainsaw. Like the grittiness right. makes it feel like you're watching something that you really shouldn't fucking be watching. And mm -hmm. it feels so real. Like it's just yeah. like, it's, it's hard to watch. Yeah. It was definitely, uh, definitely threw me because like, because my parents weren't paying attention to what I was watching. I mean, they watched, of course. My, they were good parents, but I'd come home. What'd you rent? Oh, I rented the uh, last house on the left. They're like, okay, yeah, sounds good, whatever. And like told you the chain smoker didn't never check in and give a shit how old you were. You could just rent whatever you wanted to. And that was very shocking to see at that age. And it, and it stuck with me all these years. And mm -hmm. even now, every once in a while, it's on and I'll watch it. And I'm like, wow, man, it takes me right back to seeing those images of what these lunatics did. Ah. Um, uh, uh. So yeah, that's my number four. Last house on the left. What say you? Good Big choice. Go? Oh man. Okay. Now uh, we get serious now. So my number four is from 1997. <laughs> Scream two. Um, oh, you got it high up there. Nice. It's uh the college years. It's it's something that man, I don't know. It's a great movie. It's good. I there's debates yeah. if it's better than the first one. You know, there's debates. Big time debates about it. Um, mm -hmm. Oh man, I, I just love it. It's great that it's in my top five. So Scream Two, by far. We all know a lot about it, but it's it's a great yeah. movie. I love it. <laughs> Whoa! What the fuck was that? How did you do that? I have no idea. All I did was this. You <laughs> had fireworks. Holy shit! It was like perfect timing. However, it worked out. <laughs> yeah. I was giving you a grand send-off there, Joe. That's what that was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Bill's got number uh, new nightmare. Colin's got uh, number four. Scream. Wow, number four. Fresh, fresh, new time. I had a lot of fun with it. There's the only one I own as a franchise. Really? But all that stuff that you own that you only own the one. Wow. Holy crap. Last house on the left. It's the most terrifying horror along with Texas Chain. Yeah, and spit on you. Yeah, I spit on your grave. They're all in that bubble. They're all right there. Mm -hmm. They're like all, like the, all the beginnings of like grindhouse films and where you could it feels so real and so dreadful. Like you're like, holy shit. Because sometimes you watch these horror mm -hmm. movies and they're so slick and you, where you should be like, oh my God, this is so shocking. You don't even feel it. Those films, <laughs> you feel it. Oh, yeah. Oh shit! Nightmare one, it's four. Ryan, wow! Look at everybody shooting across the bow. <sighs> Damn, that's, that's tough, man. Okay, well, go ahead. Oh, yeah. Who was next? There was a. Uh... 
Um, so you my number four track. is um is Scream. So I'm going along with Kyle. I'm not the biggest Scream fan. Wow. Um, okay. But I that's you know it was fresh at the time, and it was something new, and it is a good movie. Yeah, good man. All right. Yeah, I can see that. All right. What what, what do you say, Lito? Come on, what's the fireworks? <laughs> well, I'm with I'm with you, Joe. I got Scream Two as my number four. I think it's uh, honestly. I mean, again, I have a soft spot for it. It came out when I was working at a movie theater, and uh, oh. I was in college. So there's a lot of nostalgia for me that's associated with that film. Fuck I yeah. actually took Friday. The, the weekend that it opened, I took that Friday off just so I could go to the theater and like video like all the lines and like people like losing their minds and make like a little tiny documentary about that. But um, I don't know if I ever shared this story with you. I wrote Wes an email because he had a email address on his website at that point in time. And I sent him an email in like October of that year. And I told him how excited I was for the film. And I was like, I can't wait to see it because you brought back like almost the entire same cast and crew. And whenever a series does that, it it automatically raises the level of quality because you like the continuity is there in terms of the, the art and the craft and everything. And I mentioned some of the greatest sequels that did that, like The Empire Strikes Back and The Godfather Part Two and you know Indiana Jones. And he actually responded and was like, Thanks for your kind email. It's funny that you say that because there's a, there's a scene early on in Scream 2 where we mentioned some of those sequels. So that's that's very cool that you brought that up. And I was like, oh, my God, I got an email from Wes Craven. So <laughs> I think the movie's just – it's solid. It's I think it's a really solid, smart film. I think it does a lot of things better than the first film. And if I'm being honest, I think it's actually one of Wes's finest – films in terms of craftsmanship in terms of all the different departments working at the top of their game and delivering something that you could tell was like this was made by people that really know what the fuck they're doing like even more so for me than the original scream because the first one was such a success they got more money and they got you know people that were the same but more people to help and i think it shows like i think the film is beautiful so that's my number four good shit bro Damn good stuff. I'm going to bring this up because this is a real good analogy from Slasher Fred. Scream 2 is basically sort of like Friday the 13th, but reverse because instead of having the mother being killer and the son coming for revenge in Scream 2, the killer is mother of the killer. That's good. I never mm. thought of that. Not too sure. Right? And yeah, we knew yeah, the original title was supposed to be Scary Movie, but it, it, I could never see a scary movie because of what Scary Movie became. <laughs> Those movies like Last House, Texas Chainsaw, Spinning Grave gave me sick feeling inside that death metal did when I first heard it. Did it really? Yeah, because it was just feelings of dread. It, it felt so real that those movies, they were like so real. And it was like, wow, holy crap. Hmm. Very cool. So uh, we're at number three now, right? Number three. Mm -hmm. Top three, right, baby. Top three. And this one was mentioned earlier by a lot of people, and it's high on my list. Because it's very sentimental to me from the 80s soundtrack. Just love everything about it. Shout out to Brady. But my number three is Shocker. Oh, wow. Big fan. I, and it, it was a bonus going to when we went to H45 and we did the, the, the bus tour at Sean Clark showed us the two of the Shocker houses. 
Oh, I forgot about like, that. Yeah, 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 remember that? Yeah. He's like, anybody want to go to the shock houses? I'm like, me and Brady are like, fucking it, right? We do. Where are they? Let's go. <laughs> I do. And I'm like, right here. Let's go. And I got to see the two uh, the two chakra houses. I'm like, holy shit. I had no idea that was going to happen. And uh, yeah, I just love that movie. Horace Pinker. It was great. I was just starting to play guitar back then. And you had, um, the hell's Alice Cooper's guitar player's name? He, he had a cameo in it because he was freaking big muscular guy. Uh, Kane, not Kane Hodder. Um, Kane Roberts, I'm thinking Kane Hodder, Kane Roberts. So yeah, just such a, such a fun movie, and it was great with the chase at the end where they're hopping in and out of the TV and all the different scenes. Yeah, amazing, just amazing stuff. So big fan, big fan. Yeah, it's that movie. That movie just missed my top ten. I and the only reason is just because, not that anybody needs to know this, but I was such a Fred head. I was such a like Freddy like diehard fan that I was like, no, you can't be the new Freddy. Fuck this movie. So that was kind of what Wes, that was what Wes wanted to do with that film is he wanted it to become like the next Freddy Krueger because he kind of got screwed by new line cinema when it came to the nightmare franchise. So he was trying to make the next one. And I was like, I love you Wes, but I can't, I can't love that guy as much as I love Freddy. So I don't know if, I don't think he would have been as iconic as Freddy Krueger, but I would love to have seen Horace Pinker come back. That would have been fun. Yep. Yep. Oh, yeah. Big time. And who we got here? Number three. Screen for Ryan. Last House on the left. Yeah. Whoop. New Nightmare. Hills Have Eyes. Nice. So, all around the same. We're all around the same there. What about you, uh, Big Joe? Okay. Now, this was a very top, hard top three to come up with. But my number three is 1984's A Nightmare on Elm Street, the OG. Now, Ooh. I feel if you have top 10 list, anything in the top three, there's nothing that's disrespectful about being in number three. No, not uh, at all. It's, it's an iconic film. Uh, I just watched it the other day, and it still holds up. Um, when Tina gets killed, it still scares me to this day because it's like, mm-hmm. he's yelling, Tina! And then when she falls, and you hear that, that, that guttural, all that blood splutters on his face, and he's like, you can hear him yelling in the background, I'm going to get you, I'm going to kill you, and then he runs off. But that movie is, it, it's 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 iconic for a reason, um, and it spawned all of those other movies. Um, and it's amazing. But Robert England, the best, number three. Yeah. No, one actually, the best. Cool. Fuck, fuck yeah. <laughs> fuck yes, baby. Are you Lurch? Um, so my number three is uh, The Hills Have Eyes. Oh, nice and high. That's good. Oh, well, nice. The reason being is because, you know, if you guys know me, I'm a huge Halloween fan, but I also like Texas Chainsaw. So I like, you know, that could really happen. And I think that's the scariest thing about that movie is that shit could actually happen. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And that's that's fucking terrifying too. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I would be shitting myself if I'd be like, I am so fucked. <laughs> uh, so you, my, number th- my number three is Wes Craven's New Nightmare. Um, that's another yeah. movie that every time I watch it, I think it is supremely crafted. I think everything about that film works. Uh, in every department, like set design, the set design in the finale, I think is mind blowing the way it represents 
like Dante's Inferno and the classic version of Christian hell and the Roman version of hell, like all these things that they incorporated into it. And like, I love what West did because I don't know if people know this. They probably do if they watch the documentary, but Rachel Talalay and West didn't necessarily always get along. And no. she directed Freddy's Dead, which I always thought kind of crapped on Wes's original vision of Freddy by turning him into a family man instead of making him a loner like this guy that just got a job in a boiler room and sleeps on a cot in the corner. Because I think that <laughs> was wanted. So like after he watched that movie, I think he was just like, I can't do anything else because it's so far away from what I wanted. And coming up with what he did, I th it's brilliant. It's a precursor to like scream in so many ways you know which is why he was so perfect to direct scream right. and the score to that movie is so fucking good it's one of my favorite yeah. horror scores of all time by far i am overjoyed uh by you by your selection so i love it yeah because it has made your list yet joe i know i see it in your face it's not there yet nope <laughs> she's coming <laughs> All right, so with uh, top two, my number two, and these two, well, I can't even say they wrestled, but uh, we know where we're going for me because I'm an old traditional guy. So for me, my number two is Scream. I can vividly remember sitting in the theater in '96 and watching. Up, oh, up, oh, Lito's got the fireworks again. How are you doing that? <laughs> he has no idea how he's doing it either. He's doing it though. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So for me, Scream. I remember, <laughs> I remember sitting in the theater, which, and this is how old that. So yeah, I was with the wife. Yeah, I was with my wife at the time. What girl? Actually, was a girlfriend at the time. And we watched it. And I walked out of there saying, "What a classic!" Because you gotta remember, like for a few years in the '90s, man, there was not too many good horror films, and there was nothing really to get too excited about. There was there was a couple mm -hmm. here and there, but that one just changed everything. Because it was so big. I remember going to see it and it was packed. And then I just remember talking to tons of other people saying, how, like, wow, this is great. With all the, and of course, it was like, you know, me getting the Woody hitting the freaking desk because of all the homages to Halloween. I was like, this is awesome. Purple alert. Because just, yeah, for, for me, for years, everybody's like, dude, what is wrong with you talking about Halloween? It's a fucking movie. And here it is a movie that's paying homage to Halloween. And all the tropes in it. I'm like, it was like you, you couldn't ask for anything better. It was like a gift. So for me, yeah. yeah. Number two, scream. I'm just gonna throw it out there. Number two, same here with you, Pat. Two is scream. 1996 is scream. Um it is the epitome of like I call it the the, the sleepover movie. I remember I was born in 86. So I was about 10, 11 years old. So that was like at the height of like young kids sleepovers. So when we would have sleepovers and watch scary movies, Scream was one mm -hmm. of those movies that we would always watch. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So it was it was the epitome of a, of a sleepover movie. And it was just fantastic. It was I didn't understand it a lot when I was younger, the meta and all that shit. I just loved Ghostface and, you know, he was always killing. And, you know, the reveal at the end was great. So because of its influence and how it's great and it led to all these different you know these different ones that come out it's it's great man it, it's west at his best yeah, pretty much oh and, and how what other movie up to that point 
where they they gave you because you always knew the tropes of every horror movie, whatever horror movie needed. You never had a horror movie tell you within the movie to watch out for the tropes that you can expect. Yeah. Like you can't go have sex. Don't ever say you're not going to come. Don't ever say I'll be right back because you're not going to come back. It's all the thing. I remember sitting there. I'm like, oh my god, they're saying everything everybody's been saying about horror movies all these years, and it's in the fucking movie. <laughs> Brilliant. Oh, people sleep. Brilliant on the acting. The acting was so instant. It was so fresh. It was yeah, it was good. You know, everybody was mm -hmm. Dewey. You know, I mean, uh, Campbell the cast it was cast perfectly. Yeah, I mean, Absolutely perfectly. Not to mention the the best set of knockers uh, ever caught on film that we didn't get. To see. <laughs> we never got to see. You know what I mean? Yeah. We got to see the headlights, but we didn't really get to see much. The booby snubs. We have, we have yeah, to go back man. to the booby snubs. But, uh, Joe, mean, so. I gotta so I, I gotta tell you this real quick. On because of what you just said, when we did our screen documentary and we interviewed Rose, they had a list of questions, and every one of us on the crew reviewed the questions and then like maybe added stuff or revised stuff or whatever before we gave it back to the director. And I looked at the list once they walked into the room they were filming in. And I was like, looked up and I was like, are we really not going to ask her about the scene? Yeah. Like, because like, <laughs> I mean, I don't want to be a pig, but like a lot of people are going to want to know stuff about that. So yeah. like there was this big discussion about, should we ask, should we bring it up? Like, what do we say? And this, that, and they, and they actually, it's in the documentary. Like they asked her about that. And I was like, Thank you, because like awesome. I know horror fans and I know hetero guy horror fans because I am one yep. and they're going to be wondering about this. <laughs> I mean, it, it goes those that when it goes along the same lines as H4, you know, and you know who I'm talking about. It's like yeah. I think we asked her at age 45 whether you, you were there, Pat. And they asked her about that scene. Uh, her, mm -hmm. her name, excuse me, what's her name? God damn it. Um, fuck off, Wade. What's her name from H4? Uh, Kathleen Kim. Kathleen Kimmon. Kimmon. That's right. Somebody had actually asked her about that scene. They're like, oh, you know, you know, we wish, somebody said something about we wish we would have saw that. Her response was, "Don't you think that some things are best left unseen?" And everybody deep down was like, "No, fuck no." You remember that? No. Remember that no. Nope. No. No. was there. Yeah. So I was like, "Fuck that!" I was like, "We want to see the Morlocks." Okay. Show us your guns. Yeah. So that same thing with that that rose scene. You know what I mean? Like it was so like, bro, that shirt was, and that's like the the the, the typical '90s shirt at the time. Oh yeah. It's got like the, the the bright yellow with the little stripes and the little cut top. Oh my god, but girl with the Damn. shirt and all that. Woo! Watch out now, my poking eye out. <laughs> and and the thing that that startled me the most when I went to see Scream was. Um, mm. why am I drawing a blank on the name? Drew Barrymore was big at the time, yeah. So we, we went in blindly, not knowing that. And within the first 10 minutes, she was gonna get fucking killed. So we're That's watching crazy. her, we're like, Yeah, she's gonna get away, she's gonna get away. And with and they killed her, we were like, Well, wait a second, isn't she the star of the film? Yeah. She because all everybody else behind her was not the big, were not big stars at the time. Courtney Cox, maybe a little bit, but the rest of them were not big stars. We're like, You just killed her off in the 10th, first 10 minutes. Crazy. So yeah, crazy shit. Yeah, we got robbed on that one. And there's no but, way, uh... there's no way, by the way, that when the freaking you know garage door was going up, 
It man, because of how big they were, it would have just broke through like a hole. It wouldn't have killed her. It would right. have been. Would have been a great been, visual of them yeah. hanging out the it front with a face. It like, would have been fine. It would have just busted through like a hole. And, oh, they would have held those things. Would have held her up. They would have been like a life yeah. raft. Come on, let's be real. You want realism? That would have been real. Why do I have? Why do I have the feeling that my appearances on your podcast are going to get me canceled one day? <laughs> Hey, I've been me, me and Brett try to keep this man to my, I guess to my left on uh, on a chain. Over he's there, turning, he's, he's turning us into to him a little bit. I'm a, I'm a dirty old man. Ryan's got screamed too. Eversky, Bill's got screaming too. James, yeah, number two man. It was for those of my age group know how big this movie was. It was it was like a it was big at the time, especially if you weren't a horror. If you weren't into horror, you didn't give a rat's ass. You knew how big it was, but like for horror fans, it was big. Oh, yeah. But uh, well, leave off Lurch. Sure yeah, yeah. So, things. so kind of in line with uh, the hills have eyes. Uh, Last house on the left is number two for me. Um, wow, I'll pause. That's this. It's gritty. It's in your face. Um, it kind of puts you. Like you're there witnessing it yourself, and um, there's nothing scarier than than real people. Those are the real monsters. Amen. <clears throat> Amen. Wow. Yeah, Very and cool. it's, and it also it makes you feel like you shouldn't be watching what you're seeing. It yeah. makes like, you kind of sick know? and disgusted. Yeah, it's like this yeah. is what happened in yeah. the film, but you're just as fucked up. Why are you watching it? Yep. Yep. Couldn't agree yep. more. Yep. Couldn't agree more. Cool. All right, Lito, what about you? Two. My number two is probably obvious, Scream. It's, I mean, I expected a lot from Wes going into that movie because I was such a huge fan, and he's one of my favorite directors of all time, and I knew it had a new slasher icon, supposedly, based on what they told us in, like, Fangoria. No. I put a link up to an article I wrote years and years ago about the first time and I went and saw this movie with uh, my cousins who were like my brothers. Literally when that fucking shot of Drew swaying from the tree cuts to black and then the lights came back up on Nev aside from like being like, Oh my God, who's that? She's stunning. We all like turned around to check to make sure that we were alone in the theater because we were the only ones there on opening day at like 3 PM. And Whoa. And we were so scared that we actually had to make sure that we were still alone. That's how powerful that opening is. And again, great acting, great concept. It reinvigorated horror, which Wes did three times in his career. Uh, the score again is phenomenal. Like the music that plays when Casey's dying, like the throes of her death, her gasps and her like saying, mom, mom. It's so heart-wrenchingly just, like, beautiful. Like, you hear it, and you're just like, I, I, this is like being in church in the worst way. So, like, one of the best horror films ever, in my opinion. And I know people mm -hmm. give me shit for that, but... No, it's... There it is. Oh, why? <laughs> I mean, come on, seriously. Yeah. No. It, it's it's warranted, and it's, it's, it is what it is, man. It's a fucking great movie. For people that don't know yeah. that time frame, don't realize how big a deal it was at the time. It was yeah. a big, 
Yeah. I mean, obviously, it, obviously, it was like a Marvel cinematic film, like you know, it was the big thing nowadays. But like for for horror fans back in '96, it was big. Yeah. And I loved every minute of it. I think I saw it three times in the theater, if I remember correctly. Wow. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. We- I was working in a theater, as I mentioned, so I got to see it a lot, <laughs> and I was very grateful. <laughs> so I, yeah, I worked in the theater too. I mentioned it, so but I worked in the theater from late 1986, I think, to 89. So I saw Beetlejuice eight thousand times, Eddie Murphy Raw eight thousand times, Three Men and the Baby out eight thousand times. She's having a baby eight thousand times. <laughs> all the Did movies. You see, uh, La- Did you see Last Crusade and Batman and all those movies three thousand times? Oh, eight thousand times. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Fish Cold Wanda, 8,000 times. Fucking movie's amazing. Such a, such oh. a good movie. Mm-hmm. I love J- JLC in that movie, bro. Oh. oh. Yeah. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to drop the bomb because I'm going to go take a leak on top of this, too. Not on top of anything here outside. <laughs> um, I wore the shirt for the, for the reason. It's got to be number one. A Nightmare on Elm Street. The, the original for me. That movie, I can remember people talking about it because I didn't see it. I did not see it in the theater at the time because the theater I worked at in my town, like I said, my, I had, a, I had a small little town that I lived in, Edgewood, New Jersey, which is now like ridiculously overpriced and it's fancy schmancy town. But back then it was just a small little suburban town and they had a four screen theater and I worked at it and I didn't work at it until 86. So nightmare came out before that, but they didn't have it at the theater. Mm. It wasn't there. And I remember people talking about it. And the nearest theater was like a couple of towns away, and my parents were gonna take parents were gonna have to drive us there to take. And they're like, "Yeah, oh, dad, I'm gonna go see this horror movie about this guy who's got knives in his fingers." He's like, "Get the hell away from me! Go go to bed." There's no way that was gonna happen. So we rented it on video. So I remember sitting in my cousin's uh, living room, and it was like me and my cousins and my friends because we all live like two blocks away from each other. So we like grew up like best friends, and we're all watching this movie, and we we're like, "Wow." How fucked up is this? He's got fingers as knives. This the scene, uh, where she's where you see how they're laying in camp in the school, and she falls asleep, and you see her dead friend in the body oh, yeah. bag, and the and the blood. We were just mesmerized, like whoa. And I still, I can as I'm talking, I can still visualize us watching that, and how much it blew us away. So. Everything uh, West did after that was good. He did a ton of stuff. That's why we have a top 10. We could have did a top 20. Sure. But that was like a moment in time. Like the top two are moments in time that I remember vividly. And that's usually oh, yeah. when the, that's the movies that tend to make the top three or top five or whatever. And those two vividly remember where I was, what I was doing when, when I saw them. And I was just like, wow, this is crazy shit. Yeah, so, I feel the same way about my top my top three. I remember exactly where I was, who was there, what it smelled mm-hmm. like, everything, everything. Joe's smiling because I know what his number one is. I mean, it's simple. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there you are. Yeah, I'm here, man. It's simple, man. It is simple. 1994's Wes Craven's New Nightmare. Yeah, I, I, mean, knew, I knew that was your number one. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. It was it introduced being like fucking uber meta. You know what I'm talking about? Like it, it introduced itself awareness. Um, the fact that it was a standalone piece that did its own thing after the franchise kind of gone off fucking rails, so to speak. You know, it brought it back with a fucking lasso. Come here, like fucking scorpion. Come here, bitch. Like it was <laughs> incredible. It was a great return for Freddy. I loved his new look. Um, I love Dylan. I love uh, Miko Hughes. Uh, he's a 1986 kid like myself. Love me, 
a big Miko fan. Never asleep again. You know, all that shit. Um, Heather oh, that's Nathan. right. You're an 86 kid. That's right, bastard. I was working in the theater in 86 when <laughs> you were born. And uh, Heather Langenkamp, she she is the best. I love the, the final scene, the fight scene with her and Freddie. You know, they kind of go at it. And, you know, Dylan fucking stabs his tongue. He's like, he's like this. No. And the fucking tongue. He's like, <laughs> he stabs that motherfucker. It's so great. I could go over that whole movie back and forth. Um, I love the breadcrumbs. I love Rex. Um I love the uh, the intro scene, you know, when the glove comes alive and all that shit. The yeah. music, that that is incredible. Um, it's cool the, the fact glove, man. The the glove oh, itself. I'll be right back. Yeah, it was so cool that glove because oh, yeah. it was like the one. It was like the one on all the posters up to that point, and that was so cool to see it realized. Absolutely, it was yeah. so cool of a design because we had gotten in the past like that rusty, rustic, dirty, rusty ugly dingy glove you know and this was yeah. like cool it had like the the bone structure and the like it looked more more refined and, yeah man it was it was cool and then with the advanced technology of the of the of the special effects when that fucking glove was trawling on the table that was spooky as fuck bro i did that scared me that was scary and don't you get like i do every time every time that that heather says uh i love you too Daddy and Freddie tears through the sheet up into the shot where she walks into the house and the door slams shut. That entire sequence gives me goosebumps every yes. time I watch it. Yes. Between the the way it's executed, the music, the shot selection, like it's just like to me, that's some of the best horror cinema that I think I've ever seen. Oh, honestly. by far, by far. That is yeah. his makeup too, like his burns and everything in that movie are killer. Yeah, man. there were like like it kind of gave me like. Uh, what do you call that? Pinhead, not Pinhead. Uh, Hellraiser, like the Cenobites, like the, like the stretch out skin. Like you can see, like the, the fibers yep. and shit underneath. Like it was gross. It was fucking gross, and it was. I love this new look and design, and I, I read a lot uh, back on that. That it was, you know, this was Wes's kind of like what he really wanted to look like in the first place. This is what he really wanted him to look like, and the skin a cat scene is one of my favorite scenes in any movie. You know, when Dylan, he's like, Dylan, you ever played Skin the Cat? You know, and he fucking, yeah. you know, the whole scene with Julie and everything. that, And she's like, help me. You know, yeah. He's like, and all that shit. But, I mean, fuck, I keep going on about this movie. If it was, if I could rate it out of 10, it's a 10 out of 10. In my opinion, it's my favorite West Caribbean film. And I could watch it any day of the week, anytime, any place, anywhere. Um, and I got a couple collectibles. I was going to pull them out, but I have a sideshow uh, figure of Freddy um, from nice. that movie. And it's one of my prized possessions because I love it. Matter of fact, I'm going to grab it. So y'all go ahead. You know what? You know what's funny is I totally agree with Joe and Lurch about the makeup. I loved the redesign so much. But there's so many Nightmare on Elm Street fans in the Nightmare community that fucking hate that makeup design. And to this day... I don't understand that at all. I uh, thought it yeah, was why? brilliant. I thought it was I thought it was cool as hell. Why? Yeah, and it and it just buffed him up like the way that his jaw is a little more square and like the bones are a little more puffy, so it makes him look a little bigger. And he like he wore a bodysuit underneath the sweater to make him look more muscular. Like I love all that shit because it made him so different. And you know, at that point, 
why just do the same thing again if you think of something that's that to me ingenious you know what i mean so the people that crap on it for being so different and there are a bunch of them in the nightmare community i think they're missing one of the most beautiful and amazing aspects of that film is that it's not just the same thing over and over again not that there's anything wrong with that but like he had this idea and it was an ingenious idea at the time yeah why can't you just embrace that instead of being like, he doesn't look the same, you know? Mm -hmm. so. no. oh, I'm not going down a bad rabbit hole, but there's a lot of Halloween fans that are and, the same way. Like, and there was a great homage during the scene where they're interviewing Nancy and they surprise them. And, you know, Freddie comes out and he was, isn't he wearing the original outfit from the first film when he's doing the, the thing to the crowd? Like, yeah. And like, yeah, it's things like that. So, that make that movie great. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know oh, I mean? not not to mention, man. Heather Heather looked amazing in that movie too, man. Oh, she was a babe. I mean, now she dresses oh, like Al Borland from fucking you know Home Improvement. <laughs> but you know, she buys her clothes from Benford. <laughs> yeah, she does. Benford was a hundred percent. Your linging cap. You know. But fuck me. But for the most part, it, it, she's fantastic and she's a great. She plays a great mother role. Um. People shit on Miko's performance, but I think as a kid with the high hands, all that shit, that is, he, was, he was fantastic. He was fantastic in that role. And it just added to his his legend. You know, he was already, you know, known for, for some other things. You know, girls have a vagina, boys have a penis, all that shit. So I love that movie. We can talk about that shit for, for days and days. Huh. Colin, number one with Hills Have Eyes. I, he owns 11 different... Only 11? Come on, Colin. I think you have more than that. <laughs> He's slacking. The movie. Oh, <laughs> He's slacking off. Uh, Bill's got uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, number one. One of the greatest horror films ever made. I was the first to discover it in our neighborhood, and like many kids, I, I made my own Freddy glove the next morning. <laughs> nice. James has got Nightmare on... Yep, best horror movie of all time. Sexy. Look at Ryan, Serpent in a Rainbow. Number one, yeah, I, I'm not gonna argue that, man. That's a crazy film, man. And yeah. I was when we were talking about this, I'm like, I gotta go back and watch it. I haven't watched it in a minute. It's such a creepy film. Oh, uh, that's a, it's scary. It's so scary, bro. I, I couldn't put it on my list. So you're right, Ryan. You face your fears. I stay away from them. <laughs> oh no, there's my neighbor, my buddy. I was I was with hanging out before this. No, the boobs are coming up. Boobs are coming. They're coming out. Oh, and the Chiefs won. Nice. Thankfully, the Chiefs. No won. shit. Nice. Thank God we don't have to hear, you know, Mr. Quarterback complain anymore. Nice. Good for that. Yes, Katie. So, All so right, what about Lurch. you, Lurch? Lurch, what's so your number, number one? Number one uh, for me is the OG um, Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. For so many reasons, like that kick started like a whole pop culture phenomena. I mean, even mm -hmm. down to, you know, Freddie being on MTV to marketing matchbox getting in on the game marketing like pull string dolls to three-year-olds i mean <laughs> he's freddy's freddy man yeah and i was thinking i do actually think when i pee so i was thinking a good top five would be <laughs> our top five movies that, you, that when you first saw them you remember everything about the moment you saw them yeah where you were who you were with because they made such an impact on you that you remember them and that was uh, I like that. was that was that actually Depp's first film? Uh, yes, yeah. yes, it was. Yeah. Yes. So, yep. I mean, it started that too. So, yeah. Let me see if I can catch it. 
<laughs> Look at Bill. What are you talking about? There's four boobs on the screen right now. <laughs> oh, you, 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 you son you of dick. a bitch. You dick. <laughs> you hey. son of a bitch. <laughs> hey, he's not he's not lying. <laughs> All right. By the way, uh I sent you uh Pat, in, in our chat on Facebook, I sent you a picture that if you can share with uh, the audience, I want you to share that when, when I get to that sequence. Uh, my number one is the original, the, the classic, the one that really put Wes on the map, the one that fucked with my brain so hard when I first saw it, the one that kept me up at night, Nightmare on Elm Street, the original. It's That film is... Yes, it has flaws, but the concept, the writing, the visual execution, the way that Wes managed to tap so brilliantly into what everyone does, we all have to dream, we all have to sleep, and then spin it into something horrifying. And also, he caught so many universal visuals that I think we all have in nightmares, like feet getting stuck in the stairs, like running down the street, but not making any progress, you know, like you're running top speed, but you can't go anywhere like blood, you know, trails of blood that you can't explain, you know, like yeah. there's so many iconic visuals in that movie that I think I love them because I, I like movies like that. Like Phantasm is another movie that I absolutely love uh, because oh, there's yeah. so much shit. There's so much shit in that movie that you just, you have no fucking idea what's happening. Like you literally have no, you're like, I don't know if this is real. I don't know if it's a dream. And Robert as Freddie was just, you know, when they talk about people that were born to play certain roles, like Jack Nicholson as the Joker or, you know, Robert Downey as Iron Man or Marlon Brando as the Godfather, Robert was born to play Freddy Krueger. And I think that's the reason why it has always been, one of the toughest challenges to figure out who is going to follow in his footsteps because it's, that's a really fucking hard act to follow. And he gave us so many different shades of that character, but the original, he is such a fucking dirty ass lech pervert child molesting child killing piece of shit. And he does it so creepily and effectively, especially if you know what he's like in real life, because he's such a nice guy. You're just like, this guy can act his ass off. Oh, so, yeah. and when I was a kid, I grew up, I was, you know, I was talking about this photo that I sent you. I grew up in the height of Freddy mania. That's what I talk about in Fred heads. Like I bought fangos. I bought little, you know, squeeze them toys that shot water out of Freddy's mouth. I had a, I had the mask that was made. I don't remember the company that made it, but I had the mask, the Halloween mask. Yeah. I made a glove because I couldn't, afford to buy one of the plastic replicas. So I made a glove at cardboard. I literally made cardboard, the plate, and then I made the finger stalls out of uh, old toilet paper rolls that I cut into the shape of the fingers. And is then that I what that is? One of those, yeah, I put one of those little brass <laughs> things that you use to hold paper together that opens up like this. I used that to hold the pieces of the fingers together. And then the blades were actually popsicle sticks that I cut to look like blades, and then I colored with silver oh, markers. Dude, that's that awesome. is fucking so, incredible, dog. So, like, I just that movie it changed it changed me, man. I mean, Halloween changed me, but Nightmare really, like, I think made me just realize this is my destiny. Like, 
horror is my thing. Like I love all genres, but like horror is just, it's, it's calling to me. So that's, that's my number one. That's incredible, dude. Awesome. man. it looks really cool too, man. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Very cool. And I have to highlight some things here because I was laughing. <laughs> Ryan Underwood. <laughs> Johnny Depp went from blood in the bed to shit in the bed. <laughs> and oh and then bill sounds like because i was talking about peeing and thinking i can do my memoirs thinking and peeing with patrick ring <laughs> that i would buy that book if i saw that title <laughs> oh man so yeah so that is our top 10 oh, was this uh James, Nine Men Up Street is the best horror movie of all time. The visuals, the gore, the performances, the music score. Freddy Krueger is the best horror. And hey, I'm a Halloween guy, and that's my number one. But I, there's no argument there. It's all a matter of taste, and there's no arguing. It's like right. that's yep. that's number one to you, man. I would never argue because if Halloween wasn't around, that'd probably be my number one. Well, that's well. the way I look at it. You know, it's crazy. I literally took a photo of those old Freddie and Jason squeezy heads from my collection for someone the other day. Nice. They called spitballs, spitballs or mad balls. Yes. Is that what Maybe, I'm thinking of? Yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it had like a giant head and the mouth was like that. Yeah, yeah. They'd squirt yeah. like 20 foot or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, what are we talking about, Squirting? What? What are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Nothing. nothing. Right. We're doing boobs. We're not doing anything else tonight. We're doing boobs. So, I like, I like phenomena. So that is our, wow, that is our top 10 Wes Craven movies. Well, holy shit, that took a while. Damn. This, because there's so much meat on that bone that you can't just rush through 10 no. Wes Craven uh, films that you're fans of. So, yeah. So, uh, oh, somebody sent me something else. Hold on one second. I'm hearing things beep. Is it a right, picture of boobs? <laughs> I, I know people can send me pictures of boobs all day long. Here, not a problem. Just throw them in the comments. So tonight, all you right, want. <laughs> no argument here. So that was our top ten. So we're going to do a movie review tonight. So and we're going to do a watch along of this on Tuesday. And uh, my neighbor, if he's still in the chat, waiting for us to talk about boobs, we watched it last night because I'm like, you know, what? I want to revisit it before I watched it so I could talk about it. And because I, I haven't watched it, truth be told, maybe like twenty years. For no other reason, then it's just it just hasn't popped up. But we're doing uh, our review tonight of The Running Man from 1987, Schwarzenegger. Oh, great movie! And on Tuesday night, make sure you guys come back because we're doing a watch along of The Running Man. Where we hang out with everybody and chat about it. So let's do a quick movie review of The Running Man. Ooh, so yeah, so 1987's The Running Man. This was like um, the start of Schwarzenegger fever, where he was basically just getting one-liners. He was still getting one-liners. And so I did revisit this last night because I hadn't watched it in a minute, so I wanted to make sure it was fresh on my mind. And I had forgotten how many cameos were in this film. Oh, yeah. And in the beginning, I was watching it. It says, directed by Paul Michael Glacier. I was like, I go. Yep. I forgot he directed this. Sure. And for those that aren't as old as I am, don't remember who Paul Michael Glazer was. That's Starsky from Starsky and Hutch. Oh yeah. I forgot he became a director after that. He directed a, quite a few movies and a lot of TV shows. And I, had, I'm like, holy shit! I forgot all about that. That he directed yep. this film. 
And you got cameos from Nick Fleetwood, the Weasel Zappa, Lynn Shea's in there for a scene. Jesse Ventura. Jesse Ventura's in there. Um, Richard Dawson. We were talking about Family Feud the other day. Family Feud. That was was one of the things we were talking about when we brought this up. I was like, he was such a good villain in this. He would have been great as a villain in other films. He was so good in this. He was a Bond villain. You know what I'm saying? He was basically, he was basically, he was evil, evil family feud guy. Yeah. He was basically, he was playing the same character he played on family feud, but he was evil. You know, he had that creepiness to him. So it was so great. And then if you want, and I had, I was still sober enough to keep watching the credits and a few names popped out. Like Alan Howarth was like music engineer on it, which I did not realize. George P. Wilbur was in it doing stunts. And I was like, holy shit, I haven't watched this in so long. I forgot all this shit. So oh, I, was, I was happy I revi- revisited it last night. Yeah. And it, it's fun from start to finish. You got, you got, it was cast, uh, Maria Conchita Alonso. I forgot what a great body that girl had, man. Holy shit. Well, for a period there, she was in, wasn't she in colors? I remember her in colors. And I was like, she was in colors. She yeah. was the mom. She was the, she was the one that Pac-Man was yeah. yeah, I was like, hold my, I'm like, I forgot the body. I was like, holy crap. So I think it was cast very well. Everybody played their parts very well and it kept you entertained. It was fast paced to me. And I was watching them scratch my head. I'm like, what is this? What? Because truth be told, like I said, I hadn't watched it in a while. What is it reminding me of? It was almost like an inspiration for Rob Zombie's 31. Wow. Am I right? Yeah. How you yeah. take these people, you put them in the situation when they have to survive and they keep throwing these pe- these killers at them. And then if they knock off the killer, the next killer comes out. And there's supposed to be a prize at the end where you get to be free, but we know that doesn't happen. Yeah. So it's like, holy shit. I'm like, Rob Zombie, you stealing bastard, you. Well, I mean, <laughs> people don't know, a lot of people don't know that this was kind of loosely based on the Stephen King book. Well, yeah it, was, yeah, it was loosely based so, on the Stephen King book. Right. And to me, it's it's got that eerie to it. You know what I mean? It's like surviving death, you know what I mean, so to speak. It's like, but then you add the elements of Arnold Schwarzenegger. And he comes with that fucking 90s action. You know, it's it's a good recipe for entertainment. It's a fantastic. Oh, so for me, I, I can go on about it and we'll talk more about it when we watch it on Tuesday night. So if I get a ranking from one to ten, this movie for me and I haven't watched it so long. Maybe I'm still giddy about how much I enjoyed it. For me, it's a solid eight. Because I really enjoyed it. I was like, wow, I haven't watched this in so long and I forgot how much I really like this film. Very nice, bro. That's a high score, man. Damn. Yeah, maybe I'm still high. Maybe I'm getting a buzz. I don't oh, know what it is, but I let me I'm ask you this: what What was your favorite? If you can recall, since you just recently watched it, what was your favorite death in the film? Yeah, to choose. Hmm, that's good. Let's see. The favorite death would have to be probably Dynamo because he was a pervert. <laughs> Remember, he, he tried to get on top of Maria Cachita Alonso when he got all wet, and got got electrocuted. Yeah. He, yeah. He, he was like a skeevy bastard. He almost reminded you of King Kong Bundy. He looked like King Kong Bundy. <laughs> yeah. I just, I just love the names. It was it, it was Sub Zero, Dynamo, um, Buzzsaw, and uh, was it Fireball? Fireball. Fireball. Yeah. Fireball. But he, he had the he had the the flame flamethrower. Yeah, I felt like I was watching fucking American Gladiators. <laughs> yeah, fucking. <laughs> Yeah, you know, Sub Zero, you know, Hawk, and all this shit. Like, fucking name so corny. But it was funny. Funny, just to say the least. Uh, sorry about that. But no, see, you're Oh, man, it was fucking funny. This movie is fucking hilarious. Uh, I mean, 
it's it, it's I don't know. It's just nineties cheese. Was it? Did it come out in nineties? When did it come out? Eighty seven. Eighty seven. Okay. Eighty seven. Eighties cheese. Okay. I was one year old when this shit came out. Uh, it's a great watch. It's funny. Uh, it's entertaining. Um, I love the fun. They have some Arnold with his little one-liners and fucking cool shit. I love the young Arnold. I'm a big fan of because he's like he's still trying to learn how to talk because he couldn't talk very good. Um, yeah. yeah, he's very very funny. The butcher of Bakersfield. Very funny. Very funny. Um, and then who was the oh, who was the famous uh, Hall of Famer? Sub Zero. It was a uh, fuck. What was his name Jim Brown? Was that Jim? Brown? Jim Brown. Jim Brown. Did we mention him? In, in the he was Fireball. Yeah. No, it was, was he Fireball? Yeah. He was Fireball. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Fireball. right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Uh, so, no. Movie's super fun. Do I give it an eight? No. I give it I give it a six out of ten. Six out of ten sushis. Yeah. If you ask me, maybe coming off the high of how much fun I had watching last night and the couple of beers I had, it might go down a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I like this is uh, <laughs> my neighbor who I was watching with last night, Mike. They had the light bright. He's just like, oh my god, it looks like light bright because that's what <laughs> Dynamo looked like. <laughs> and, he did. He, and, he, and he was an opera singer. Remember, he kept singing opera shit. Yeah. And the one, the one liner. Here, this sub zero now. Plane zero. Plane zero. <laughs> yeah. What happened to Buzzsaw? Oh, he had to split. <laughs> Stupid. Yeah. Ryan, you know my big ass loves Arnold. <laughs> yeah. Arnold. Because I could break your neck like a chicken. <laughs> <movie>. Climbing <laughs> climbing for dollars. Oh yeah, I remember that. <laughs> that? <laughs> oh my god. Cadre Cola. So what about you, Lurch? So don't stone me for this. I have not seen it, man. So thank you. Good night. Let's go. Get, get. <laughs> I have not seen it, but I will watch it. You, oh, you never seen the morning yet? Really? Wow. <laughs> I have not, man. Shame, wow. shame on you. Shame there's, on the there's Lord. A of, there's a what lot of. There's a lot of. Does that? <laughs> <laughs> let's let's. Let's go easy on the guy. <laughs> yeah. Oh God, we love Lurch. I could, we could never do it. But I, I'm surprised you have, surprised you haven't seen that. But that's oh, good. Man, that's right. actually pretty cool because it's nice to watch something for the first time with somebody and see what their yeah. reaction is. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm I've never, cool I haven't to, seen everything. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say it'd be cool to see what you think of it when you finally do watch it. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of fun cool one-liners and quotes, bro. It's very memorable. You just have to expect what it is. It's a product of its era in many, many ways. Yeah. So, yeah. it's it's early Arnold, where Arnold was still one liner Arnold. So, like basically yeah. everything he said yeah. was a one liner. Hey, yeah. you cold blooded bastard! I'll tell you what I think of it. I'll live to see you eat that contract, but I hope to leave enough room for my fist because I'm going to rabbit it in your stomach and your goddamn spine. I love I love when he looks at uh, Richard Dawson. I'll be back for you, Killian. And, and, and yeah, only in the reruns. Only in the reruns, sweetheart. That's right. <laughs> not phased at all. Only in the reruns. Yeah. Oh, not, yeah. You'll not enjoy worried it, you know. in the slightest. Yeah, I'm looking not forward to it, man. in the slightest. <laughs> yeah, here's another one. Why should I help you? Because I'm going to say please. Please. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Running Man was such a fun movie and proof that Arnold could carry. Yeah, he could, man. It's just... 
of course, there's one line of cheese. And it was great because for those that don't know, I'm a cigar connoisseur. I love my cigars. And Arnold is a big cigar guy, man. He's been on cover of uh, – I'm surprised. He's probably one of the guys that can never understand didn't have his own line of cigars because he's been on Cigar Fish now a hundred different times. And this is the first movie where I, I remember seeing him with a cigar in his mouth. I think he got Carl Weathers smoking. Did he? Did it, did it really? so. Yes. Yes. Huh? Yeah. Carl talks about that in, in a lot of the interviews for Predator. That's where it was. I think it was on the set of that, man. He got him smoking. That's yeah. cool. <laughs> yeah. oh, I just keep thinking of all um, these quotes. I don't, I don't blame him. <laughs> you bastard. Drop dead. I don't do it, Chris. <laughs> Those guys, but... See, Bill's right there with me. Running Man, 9 out of 10. One of his favorite Schwarzenegger movies. Yeah, it's 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 such it's a lot of fun, really, really is. Yeah. And I'll say it again because I grew up watching Family Feud with my grandmother, and I loved Richard Dawson. We used to just love to see how many times he would kiss women on that fucking show. It was all about how many women he can kiss. <laughs> and I still to this day, when I watch Pluto TV at night when I'm cooking dinner, I'll still put on Hogan's Heroes, and he was great in Hogan's Heroes. And it was so it was so great, and I just scratched my head. It's like he was so good in that. Why didn't they give? Him, I mean, I know why they gave him the role because it was the role of a game show host, and it was perfect for him. But like the way he yeah. did it, it's like they should have gave him more because he was really really good in it. Yeah, yeah so, I remember him from watching reruns of the Match Game. Not, yeah, Match Game. That uh, oh, the old seventy six Match Game with um, God, what the hell was the guy? Shit, I can't the, think of his name. Yeah, yeah Gene Ray, Gene Rayburn, That's Gene it. Rayburn. Yeah. And it, you had uh, Richard Dawson. You had oh god, who the hell was Jack Klugman's wife? <laughs> Brett Summers. Brett Summers. And remember, they would all sit there and they all had ashtrays and all be smoking the whole through the whole fucking show. Oh yeah, it's crazy, man. <laughs> sit there just smoking away, and it was it, it was, was pretty damn funny too, man. It was funny, <laughs> you know, because it was it was just so good because people they were joking to the point where they couldn't curse, but it was just and it, it was always blank something. It's like it was like blank, like it's like pussy willow. It's like blank willow, <laughs> and that's how, that's how they did it. It was just like, and it was the seventies. I'm like, oh my god, this shit's crazy. If you go watch the, I used to watch the game show channel all the time because when I used to be home from school, sick, my grandmother would watch me. And it was either soap operas or game shows, usually, you know, Family Feud or reruns oh, of yeah. Bewitched. Oh yeah, I watched that a lot too. <laughs> Uh, but what about you, Lita? What, what do you give it? So that's a movie that another one that I remember seeing in theaters. Again, I'm really dating. I said my age earlier, so I guess it doesn't matter. Now. I am but, still the uh, oldest. It, You're good. Yeah, I saw it at the Crossroads Theaters, which was a two screen theater. And it was one of these movies where I had to like beg my parents to take me. And then if I'm not mistaken, I think we had to sneak in or something. Anyway. I love the movie. I think it's it's a ton of fun. It has its tongue firmly planted in its cheek, even though it prophesies so many things that are actually happening now. True. Amen. Yeah. Amen, bro. Yeah. And uh, it's just, it's a lot of fun because you, like me, grew up in the era where Richard Dawson was a household name. So to see him on the big screen being this total dickwad was just like, it was such an, like, this is hilarious and yet awesome and like amazing because he's actually really good. It was um, great. I love this. Yeah. I love this score too. I think that's a very underrated Harold Faltermeyer score. It's yeah, a great true. theme. Yeah. 
And yeah, again, like, isn't one of the members of Fleetwood Mac in that movie as the yeah. professor mm -hmm. that like removes the neck collar? Make Fleetwood, like, make Fleetwood, uh, yeah. drummer. Yeah, yeah. yeah the, there are so many like little cameos by these people that you're like, holy shit, like, you know, and that's what I was doing last night. And his, his little, his uh, little henchman with the beret is Dweezil Zappa, the Frank Zappa son. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, and uh, and Arnold's old weightlifting buddies have little parts here and there in the film, which I always think is so cool that he does that for people that he he knew in his youth, and it's just a a great '80s, you know, throwback action kind of sci-fi kind of you know adventure film. I would give it a solid, probably seven out of ten. Nice, fucking killer, dude. Yeah. Good score. Yeah. I, it's respectable because it's. It's not trash. It's not the. It's just right where it needs to be. It's just. It's just fun. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah. So commit Bill's commando. Maybe his overall get to the job box. It's his favorite. Really? Oh, Hogan's Heroes. Yeah, I still watch it a lot. It's oh, yeah. it's always on Pluto TV, so I put on all the time. And and that was one of the graves I remember seeing when I was at uh when I went to uh out age forty five we went to Westwood Memorial, and uh, Bob Crane. We saw Bob Crane's uh, grave. That was Colonel Hogan from Hogan's Heroes. I know nothing. <laughs> I know nothing. <laughs> Sergeant Schultz. <laughs> yep. Don't change that dial. Yeah, so that's so everybody, yeah, throw throw your uh, numbers in the chat and hit us in the comments after. So what do you give it? One out of ten, the running man. And make sure you guys come back on Tuesday night because we're watching it on Tuesday night. We're all gonna watch it together, which is gonna be a lot of fun. Fuck yeah. yeah. I don't do requests. <laughs> I don't do requests. <laughs> we should just do like a whole. Sl we, we we could do a whole slew of Arnold movies. I mean, forget it. Give me Kindergarten Cop. I mean, we could just do oh, so man. many. Yeah, love that movie. I love that movie. <laughs> Go down that that rabbit hole. So yeah, so that is so movie. So we'll do a quick. What did you watch? Because I don't know what you guys watched this week. And well, for those that don't know, they just tune into the channel. We do a thing called What Did You Watch? Because we tell everybody, okay, these are things we watch. Maybe give you some ideas. And we get a lot of feedback from people in the chat or after. Uh, hey, go check this out. And we watch what people suggest. So let's do a quick, what the fuck did you watch this week? So I didn't watch much this week. I, like I said, truth be told, everybody knows outside of this, I've been busy as hell. So aside from The Running Man, which I watched again last night, and Wrong Turn, which we watched on our Watch Along last Tuesday, went down, I wrote down stuff. What did I write down? Uh, oh, I finally finished In Search of Darkness. We watched that last night. Uh, nice. The, about the, all the 80s films. Um, shout out to Mike if he's still in chat, my neighbor. We watched that last night, and it was so good. And, and we might there might be another... Uh, watch along coming along because sitting there with my neighbor mike who doesn't watch a lot of movies doesn't know a lot of horror and i'm like this is good this is good he's like never saw it this is great never saw it that's crazy this is great. This is he's like never saw it and i'm like all right dude we gotta start there's a big thing on youtube where people have reaction videos so yes. i said we i said we're gonna have to do like a react we have to start doing like a watch long reaction thing with him because he's never seen these films and he's very critical nice. of everything so i said it's gonna be called <laughs> my virgin neighbor Oh wow! <laughs> I love it. You still there, Mike? <laughs> That's awesome. There he is. <laughs> Serious. Never heard of most of them. 
Now, I mean, like, honest to God, In Search of Darkness is a great way of remembering movies that you may have forgot you saw or introducing shit you've never seen before. Because all it takes is, you know, yeah. a short little list of films. And you're like, oh, shit, this guy made this. I didn't know he made this. And then you start going into like a rabbit hole of all these other movies that you've never seen before. Fucking, I love shit like that. I watched it a while back and I, I can't wait for the nice one to come out. Yeah, I'm waiting for, yeah, because I just enjoyed the 80s one. It was so much yes. fun. And even yes. Mike enjoyed it. He's like, it was great to see all this stuff. And it reminded me of a much longer version of, of uh, Terror in the Isles. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. And I love it. It's year for year. You know, it covers the big movies year after year. So for that year, right. It's You can pause it. It's an easy way for you to keep track. If you're, it's because the shit's long. You know what I'm saying? It's like, long as shit. You just watch it 1980 whatever. Pause it, come back over. <laughs> Ryan, my version neighbor sounds like definitely sounds like a porno. I said, Well, I figure it's good clickbait. You know why? Because people see Virgin <laughs> like it, they'll click on it and be like, What is this? So we'll get the clicks. <laughs> Carlos, watch. I watched Play Dead on Tubi. Solid horror film with a cat. No. Play. Let me write that down. I, all I do is watch Tubi and I like um, suggestions on Tubi. Play Dead. I didn't see that one. Play Dead. Did you guys watch anything? Oh, yeah. What about you guys? Anything else? Uh, I got a good little list here. I want a little rage. Um, I watched uh, one for the Cuckoo's Nest. Good. Oh, movie. man. It was uh, on Netflix. Uh, MB was supposed to watch it with me, but she passed out. Uh, oh, dude, I <laughs> great movies. Fucking Nurse Ratchet. And That's what I was doing with my with my wife and my daughter. I was playing Nurse Ratchet for the past few days. I, I didn't even know. Like, I watched it, and I'm getting off track here, but then I found out there's a series uh, called Nurse Ratchet or something on Netflix, too. Yeah, there is. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to go and watch that now because I just got – I watched this one. And Jack was Jack, and Jack was amazing, and, you know, it was a great film. Uh, I watched uh, last night. I think I was drunk, um, and I got home. Oh wait, hold on, hold on, Joe. Put a pin in that. because yeah. I I see here. I think we have drunk Brady joining us. There it is. Hey, hey hello. Bro. Look who's here. Howdy, gang. Hey, there he is. Up? He's the <laughs> he's not, he's up, not the biggest guy around. He's, he's not the biggest guy around anymore. Nice. Very nice. <laughs> Ready to go. He's, he's set on old fashions, but we're talking West Craven. We're talking boobies. Very nice. Jeremy, what's your favorite boobies? My favorite boobies? In movies. My favorite boobies in movies? Hey, see, my, my all-time favorite would be, would hypothetically be, if Kathleen Kinmont, Halloween 4, that's coming up. You guys got to jump in for the boobs. With my man Sasha Benson Cohen. It would have been all good. You mean Sasha Jensen? Sasha Jensen. For those who don't know, they're at a convention with another bar. Okay, I need to hear you guys. Yes, it's been a long night of old fashions. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't think I remember Jeremy being drunk when we were out there. Uh, he was drunk before we all got back when we got back from the uh, from the tour. Why is he? I don't remember him being that drunk. Remember, he took the tops off of the Jeep on my on the rental I had. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. 
How's everything going tonight? I will go back and watch it. I miss you guys. <laughs> What's the temperature there? Lido, Lurch, good to see you guys. You too, man. What's your temperature there, Brady? Uh, cold enough to be outside, but you know what? <laughs> it doesn't matter right now. <laughs> it's uh, I think it's about 18 degrees. I got 17 Oh, my here. God. I'm 17 here. Lito, stop oh it. You God. used to deal with this. How dare you on the West Coast? <laughs> Traitor. <laughs> hey, did you I, Lito, Did you finish your West Craven films? Yeah, you want to run down your top 10? I can't do my top 10, but I want to just know each of your number ones really quick. Nightmare on Elm Street, the OG. Nightmare on Elm Street. Joe. No. New Nightmare. New Nightmare. Lurch. Nightmare. New Nightmare, no kidding. No, 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 the original. OG. Original <laughs> Nightmare. Okay. No, 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 no. <laughs> Lito, is that about the same for you, bud? Yeah, the original Nightmare. Okay. I'm going to tell you my favorite is the first Scream. It's just because I just like the tributes to all the different horror aspects, especially the tribute to Halloween and everything. So yeah. your favorite West Craven film? My favorite West Craven film? Uh... Shocker's number two. I know that's weird to say. And then Nightmare on Elm Street. Three. Yeah, Shocker for I me love, was number three. I knew, yeah. I knew Buddy had that high. I told you. Yeah. I love the fourth one, Before He Passed. And, oh, uh, Scream 4? Okay. Yeah, Scream 4, Before He Passed. Enjoying all of that because after that, I feel like it changed a little bit. Like, I get the new group of quad four ladies, all that shit. But you know what? I I truly enjoyed Scream 4 for everything that it had because it was the last Wes Craven involved film. That was my last favorite Wes Craven film. I, I want you guys, so I don't want to take too much more of your time, but if Pamela Susan Shoop is my number one for the boobies. I'm sorry. Boobies, look at you. So She's on my list. But I, I know you guys, uh, it's probably yeah, two hours plus, yeah, but um, yeah, no. miss you guys. Showgirls, throw it all out Elizabeth there. Elizabeth Burke. Yeah, well, yeah, throw it <laughs> out there, man. That's a horror movie, all right? That is a horror movie. Hey, we can go for days about the boobies, but you know what? It's, it, it, it's all about it, about the cinematic effect of all of that and how it grew on you. I mean, I was a teenager when all that stuff came out, so for me, truthfully, all of that meant so much. It meant to a lot of us at times, didn't yeah. it? <laughs> at times, it meant so much. It doesn't matter how in poor Kathleen Kinmont with her lack thereof, kitties, but she is so hot, that kind of thing. Like There are scenes where it meant more to me than it meant to most folks. And to me, I could read between the lines in those situations. So... Yeah, there it is. There's a movie, and I'm guessing, I don't know if Joe or maybe Lurch saw it. Um, Pat, I think you said you saw it. Lito might have seen it. Mischief. Kelly Preston. Oh, it takes place in the yes. 50s, but it was in the 80s. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was beautiful. Yeah, that's yeah. good. God rest her soul. I love oh, a yeah. good set of movies. I will never complain. <laughs> does not matter to me. They're on my Christmas list every year, buddy. Respect. Every year. Yeah. Respect. Hey. Have a good night, guys. I'm gonna go back and check it out. Okay. Later. I'll talk to you. We'll, see, we'll talk to we'll care, you guys on uh, Tuesday. Love you guys. Okay. Later, you buddy. Love you. There he is, live via satellite. <laughs> because he's uh, our he's our on the spot reporter. Yeah. 
Yes, and that you can tell uh, Jeremy was three sheets of the wind. God bless him. We met Jeremy at uh, age 45. So Jeremy works with, with Brett. He's a big horror fan, and he came out to age 45, and we had a lot of fun with him, too. Yeah, he was cool, dude. Cool. Very nice. Cool guy. Very nice, Jeremy. So we left off. Joe was in the middle of his – what did he watch? What did you, That's why I said stick a pin oh. in that. Cause... It's okay. Uh, I was drunk last night and came home and no. – anything, anything better to watch than Halloween 3 from 1982. Uh it's just something about that movie that captures my my drunken spirit. I don't know what the fuck it is. There it is. It's just, you know, watching Tom Atkins and, you know, he gets laid every five seconds. I'm like, yeah, I think I should watch that. Um, I watched uh, the other day. I watched the- Bill. I think I'm drunk now just from watching this. <laughs> uh, watch Training Day. Uh, Training Day. It. Wow. Never never seen, she had never seen it. And I showed it to her. And she's like, I've never seen Denzel be a bad guy. I'm like that was a great film. He's a bad motherfucker, man. He's like, we're going to the office. He's like, you're in the office, baby. Bling, 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 bling. And they take off the car. That's fucking awesome. Uh, I watched two movies from 1995. Desperado. Okay. Nice. Um, and then I showed MB for the first time. Heat. She had never seen Heat with Heat. Um, that's an old nighter. How did you watch this much stuff? That's like fucking three hours long. Bro, we this is over the course of the week. So like, uh, damn, good you know, movie. That's that's you know Michael Mann. That movie Val Kilmer, the fucking the shootout scene after the bank robbery is like fucking epic, dog. All the fucking all the cameos in that movie. Um, and then I and for whatever reason I was in uh, I was in kind of like Texas Chainsaw Massacre vibe. So I ended up watching the the new one, the twenty two one. And people give that shit a lot of hate. I thought it was yeah. it. Nef- I the liked Netflix it. one. Yeah, the it was Netflix good. one. I, I liked lo- it. it. I love it, bro. The, I loved I had, it. I had fun with it. Uh, what's his name? Bur- Burnham, who played uh, Leatherface. Yeah, Mark Burnham. Mark Burnham. <laughs> he was great as Leatherface. Um, I love the ending. That fucking bitch got her head cut off. I loved it. That was um, great. That was like a surprise ending. That was awesome. Yeah, it was. I, I knew something like that. The only thing I did not like was that, you know, the OG character from the first one came back and she could have blew him away right away, but she didn't. And then she was like fan service. She, they killed yeah. her off too It got weird yeah. after that. Yeah. But, and it wasn't even know, her, too. It wasn't the OG character. Yeah, because no, it no, was. Lost the wife. Yeah. But, you know, but to me, it was like, ah, okay, I'll let that slide. But the scene where he gets on the freaking bus and Kills everybody and all that shit. Best. It was great. It was great. It was fucking Best. gnarly. Fuck that was yeah. gnarly. Fuck yeah, brother. Like he cut that chicken half and she her half of the body was hanging out the window. Like, oh, it's all cool. Uh, so yeah, that's what I watched. Top of scene, second best eighties moment after Phoebe Cates and Fast Times. Oh yeah. Oh. So what did you watch? Yeah, what about you, Larch? Right. You watch anything yet? Any, anything yeah, yeah. Nothing? So I watched uh, I watched the slasher from '89 called uh, Moonstalker. Nice. Um, I watched uh, Suave's uh, movie The Church, which reminded Ooh. me a lot of uh, Prince of Darkness for some reason. Um, and then I watched mm-hmm. Burial Ground. Oh, really? You guys have yeah, real good picks. Interesting killer, picks. They're nice. Very nice, there, Larchy. Let me ask you. And this is a weird question, but I'm just curious. Like, I have to have a certain setting to watch movies, right? Like, I have to – you like certain light in your living room? You have to sit in a specific chair. Like, what is it you need to do to watch your movies? Because I have a routine. I'm just curious about y'all's routine. So I've learned that I can't lay in bed and watch movies because I always fall asleep. 
Yeah, yeah me too. Yeah. But I have yep. to I have to sit in a chair most of the time my computer chair and I have mm-hmm. to have all the lights off. Got it. So you like complete darkness and just the screen. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Love it, bro. I yep. love it, bro. So your computer chair is your chair. Yeah, at least I can sit in that and not fall asleep. So yeah. It's it's just enough comfortable, but it's not too comfortable. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Exactly. Think it's too that. comfortable, man. That's right, brother. Sweet. How about you, Lito? I'm curious. So uh, I actually had family in town this week. My sister came to to visit us and she stayed with us in our apartment. And um, we watched. uh, So the three of us watched the Spider-Man trilogy, the Disney and Sony Spider-Man trilogy, because my sister, I guess, had never seen those films. And I was like. What? Because as you have a seat, yeah, I'm a huge <laughs> Spider-Man guy. Um, so yeah, I showed her those, and then I think uh Jennifer and I watched Rope, the Hitchcock film, because she had never seen oh. it. Oh, nice. Mm, wow. and, uh, I haven't seen and, that in a yeah, long time. Yeah, that's that's one of my favorite Hitchcock films. I actually just my, one of my friends got it for me on, on 4K for Christmas, and then uh Jennifer and I watched When Evil Lurks. Oh, that was my film of the year last That's year. That's fucked. What did you think oh of him, dude? God. That was my up, favorite film of twenty twenty. Why'd you do that to her? <laughs> that that movie fucked our our brains so hard. Like yes. yeah. the 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 scene with the axe and yes. then this. Oh my god! Like we were both like I paused it once that scene ended, and I turned to look at her, and we were both just slack jawed with our hands out like this. You're like, I cannot believe what I just fucking seen with the so like, the scene with the little girl and the dog. That got me, man. That, that got, got me. me. Oh, yeah. Like, no, oh, yeah. no fucking way. You didn't just do that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Great movie. Great movie. Shot yeah, for those who haven't seen it, I, we've been, I've been preaching about it since I saw it. And it was it was my movie of the year. Such a great movie. Oh. And go watch Terrified, the other movie that the guy made. Mm-hmm. And it's just yeah. as fucking creepy as that is. So, I don't, really? I forget, I forget the guy's mm-hmm. name. But yeah, go watch Terror. Ter- it's called Terrified, and it's on Shutter. Go watch it. You'll it's appreciate like it. Damien Rugna, Damien Rugna, yeah. like that. Yeah, watch Terrified. It's another one. It's yep. just there's some okay. really un- very unsettling moments in that without spoiling it. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go look it up after we get done here. <laughs> yeah. So that was that was my movie of the year last year because it's been so long since I've seen a, something that was so different. And that movie was so different, and and it's a foreign film because, truth be told, I'm not a big fan of reading my movies. I want to hear it, and I want because I feel when I'm reading it, I miss everything in the background because I'm reading the words. But you didn't with that film. There's not a dead spot in it. Like it's like no, it's the the freaking pedals to the to the floor of the whole movie. Yeah. Do you know that? Okay, remember we mentioned, I think you were you were chatting with us, Lurch. Remember, you said you were Satanic Hispanics, right, Lurch? Yeah, man. Yeah, so he, that guy who directed uh, Winnie Blurks and Terry. Mike Mendez. He he directed one of those little skits. I don't remember exactly which I one. I didn't know that. Yeah, I'll have bro. to go back and watch it again. I loved it. Yeah. What's it called? Satanic, Satanic Hispanics. Satanic Hispanics. What is it, like a, it's a, it's a short, like a film short? Uh, Anthology. There you go, yeah. Anthology. So my favorite I have one to write was, it down. I want to watch it because I love what he did so far. Vampiro was hilarious, bro. Vampiro. So my buddy Justin, uh, he's the lead singer of a band, Celebrity Sex Scandal. His buddy is the guy who wrote Vampiro. So he was hitting me up, bro. You gotta go see this movie. See this movie, Satanic Hispanic is hilarious. 
And I, I watched it, and I was like, dude, that's so tied into like, and then we're talking about when evil lurks. I watch it because Pat mentioned it. And like, it's just crazy how everything's like tied in together, man. It's fucking cool. Mm-hmm. And so, of yeah, course, the, we know how much Colin watches, so I want to make sure I clicked on this. So Colin watched Man with the X-Ray Eyes, Blood from the Mummy's Tomb, Eye of the Devil, Devil Girl from Mars, Frankenstein Meets the Wolfman, and Prime Suspect. Oh, okay, yeah. out That's of all lot. that, I've seen Frankenstein Meets the Wolfman. That's probably the only thing I've seen. I also watched a few old Japanese Starman movies, like Japanese Superman, who fights aliens. Ooh, oh, nice. nice. That's different. I, didn't, I never saw that. That'd be That's interesting. That's an interesting see. movie description. Japanese Starman film. Yeah, <laughs> I never even thought. Yeah. That's cool. Oh, awesome. These guys are throwing some uh, temperatures in because of what Brady. So I'm right now, I have oh, dropped. I'm at 16 degrees outside. Feels like minus five. Yeah, it sucks complete ass. It's one of those things where if I go outside and take a pee, by the time I take my next pee, my old pee is frozen. It's 28 <laughs> here. Hey, what if, remember the jackass were uh, 42 in Texas? Steve or somebody drink or ate yellow snow or some shit like nice. that? <laughs> 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 they fucking put yellow snow in a cup and he ate it. That has always been our nickname for all the Mexicans that come out to the metal show, Satanic Hispanics. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, Lito, 57. Oh, what Sorry. I would give for that. What I would give for 57. Sorry. Oh, my God. I just feel like going for a jog all of a sudden. It's fucking California. So <laughs> my bathrooms are upstairs, and, I, and so usually I have, I'll run outside to take a leak because I have a big piece of property so I can run outside. So put it this way. When I go outside and pee, it's like, because it's so freaking cold. It's like a turtle. <laughs> I think you you went on the chat like uh, the other day, Joe, but uh, since you're a creature fan, yeah. I was telling the guys, uh, Rico directed an exploitation film called The Amazing Mr. No Legs. So it's oh, about a double amputee who's like a martial arts expert. Yeah. And he has like double barrel shotguns on his wheelchair. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> it out it out it is that like from like, how long ago is that? Like the seventies, I think, man. No shit. Yeah. The amazing Mister No Legs. <laughs> that yeah. sounds interesting. I gotta write that down. I gotta go check that out. No, I had to buy out. the Blu-ray, man. As soon as I read the synopsis, I was like, man, I gotta get this, dude. Googling this That's shit. Funny, so. Is this an actor uh, team who plays? Yes. Well, no yes. shit. Double mm-hmm. It's like a grindhouse film. No. Oh, shit. Play. So since he got here late, his top ten Craven films: Scream, Nightmare on Elm Street, Scream Two. I'm assuming it's going from one to ten. I hope. <laughs> Scream, Nightmare on Street, Scream Two, People Under the Stairs, Last House on the Left, Deadly Blessing. Yeah, that was a tough one to leave off. Deadly Blessing. Oh yeah. Well, New Nightmare, Serpent and Rainbow, Hills Have Eyes, and Swamp Thing. Yeah, Swamp Thing. Oh, man, that was very nostalgic for me, but I had to leave it off the list compared to everything else. Too much. Bill, Bill's in Chicago with Brady. Eighteen in Chicago feels like a heat wave since it was minus thirty with the bunch. Yeah, it's just. Oh, yeah, I, I Lito, I look, I can see a look on your face, Lito. I can see how much you miss it. That's a yeah. great list, Mister Carlos. Great list. Yeah, me. Carlos, that's that's an awesome list. <laughs> look at Mike. That's what I used to call my ex girlfriend, the satanic Hispanic. Oh, oh, oh. hey, hey, you don't never has no fury like a Hispanic woman scorned. Okay. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Damn. All right, so Yay. now. The moment of truth is here. The moment everybody's been waiting All for, right. our top five. So right. tonight, so we, truth be told, on our old podcast that we used to do uh, last year, 
we used to do we did uh top five and it was called, was top five boobs and horror movies so we thought we'd resurrect it because it's a different crowds different people joe you weren't there for that right you were i was gone? oh i was were you there for the top five boobs i wasn't I yeah because remember. remember we went to a, an event and it just so happened that debbie sue Voorhees, we got to meet her remember that yes that's right yep, yeah yeah so yeah yeah she's, she's high on my list my Love me some Debbie Suvori boobs in in uh, Friday Five. Hey, look, so looks one. like she's like, okay, I can't talk about the subject. Just faded into dirt. He's, <laughs> oh, he, he's man. Lurch is doing the Homer Simpson. The uh, yeah, he's into the into the, the fucking the grass. He's like, oh, <laughs> yeah, to not, the edge. Not getting canceled, fellas. Not getting canceled. <laughs> All right, so let's do our uh, what the hell is? Or let's do a top five. So tonight we are graciously and humbly doing our top five boobs in heart. It's got to be horror movies. We can always do another one down the road where it's top five boobs in all genres, but specifically we're doing top five boobs in horror movies. Yes. And, I'm uh, so fired. Colin, <laughs> hey, Colin already dropped his top five. He dropped his load already. Look yeah, Colin blew his load. He gave all five already. <laughs> he, he couldn't hold up. He's like, I couldn't hold up. There you go. <laughs> So top five, number five. Debbie Voice at number five. Oh, I still love you. Uh, Delia Shepard, Witchcraft, Fan, Vampire 74, American from London. Oh, the porno scene. Wow, that's deep. I forgot it. Didn't dig of that. They go up on the screen when he's in when he's in the, the porn theater. Yeah. From Fascination. Look, yeah. Colin went, he went deep. I knew he would. I knew he would. Oh, yeah. Deep cut, deep cut. Good stuff, though. Ooh. And there's a lot um, of uh, honorable mentions, by the way. So we're going to be on this subject for a little bit. Fuck. Let's be truth be told, there's four guys <laughs> here. We talk tits all night. <laughs> Lord hey, knows I, threw, we can. I threw in a couple of uh, man boobies as well, just to even out the playing field. So we're not. Yeah, we, 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 even after we get our, through our top five, I'm sure we can just keep talking. Boobies, so <laughs> so my ladies, number five, my number five, albeit they're not big, they're not the most spectacular, but. If Freddie was here, he would be right on track with me here. So, because they were a moment in time that we just loved and they just looked perfect. And, and the moment that they were in. So, for me, I, I have to look up her name again Paige Hannah, Creep Show 2, The Raft. Oh. Oh. You're a big Creep I, Show guy. You love it. Right? Yeah. He, he, she's she's passed out and that creepy bash is lifting her shirt up. He's checking out her tits. He starts, starts licking everything. And next thing you know, it all just grabs her by the head and pulls her underneath. Terrible. Yeah, creep, creep show, oh. the raft. You animal! <laughs> Look at Bill. <laughs> new, new talk show, talking tits with Patrick Rank. <laughs> <laughs> and today we have as our special oh. guest. <laughs> oh shit! Oh my god! Oh yeah, the wife would love that. What are you doing? I'm doing a new show called Talking Tits. She'd be like, "What? Uh, that is, that is funny." You gotta have two people on the show so you can have a pair. You know exactly. You, need, you, need, you gotta have a pair of you gotta have a pair of boobs. Two boobs. Oh shit. That that'd be another great name. Two boobs on tits. Oh man. Two boobs talking tits. I, I can't oh man. Is it my What's your number five? Oh man. This sucks. Um 
Number five, I can't say her name right, but it's she's from uh, Friday Thirteenth, the remake, two thousand nine. Uh, Juliana Gil Gillis Gills. Oh, her tits are spectacular. That one. That girl. Yes. That girl. Just because of the commentary, just because of everything involved with that scene, it makes my top five because they were fantastic. All that. You know. Seriously, I dream about those. They're all all the descriptors. Um, you know, that guy gave it, uh, gave us that actor, whatever his name is. Uh, but that's my number five, starting off with a young set, a young pair. Very nice. Yeah, there you <laughs> go, Colin. <laughs> Perfect. Difference. Okay. Okay. Uh, Joe, oh. this is, this is a true story and I have to, I have to name drop this and yes. I'm sorry. Cause I don't usually like doing this, but this is a true story. Yeah. Years ago, I was at a phone banking fundraising thing, uh, that, people volunteer for it. And we sat at these really long tables uh, and you just had your phone and your list and you did your thing, but the seats weren't claimed. Like people could come and go as they wanted. Well, at one point in the afternoon, I was like getting kind of like bored and, you know, I've been doing it for like three hours. And I looked to my left at the girl that had sat next to me and it was Juliana Gill. No shit. And I like was like, and I like texted Jennifer. I was like, oh my God, that girl from Friday the 13th is sitting in the chair right next to me. I was like, should I say something? Like, should I, like, what do I do? So, yeah. I would said, dude. Was, I was like, honey, nice taste. Like, like, I get it. Like, that scene. Perfect nipple placement. It's a, it's a, a number, <laughs> number one, I like that film. The film overall is great. I love that remake. Yeah. It's one of my that, favorite remakes. That sex scene, you know, it had to have it, was just. It's perfect. It's perfect through the film. It matches the film. It's a great set. She's a lovely actress. I, I think she's just she's beautiful. She's gorgeous. That's all. Oh, that's a great story. I'm a little jealous. Bro. Nice. Meter, little all right, let's go to Lurch. Lurch, boobs. You ready? All right. So she don't she don't have much there, but man, I fucking love her, dude. Uh, Danielle Harris and Rob Zombies. Oh. Yeah, she didn't make my list, but yeah, it was nice. It was it was more about just seeing her topple than anything. Yeah, they're much bigger now because she had some surgery done, but that's a different story. She flaunts them like nobody's business. They're on calendars. oh yeah, they're on calendars. Like the floor, man. Yeah, they're on calendars. They're on uh, cups. They're on you name it. They're everywhere. She knows what she's doing. She's a business woman. Big and I'll big be right back, guys. I'm going to run to the restroom right quick. Do it up. Do it up. Go right ahead. Talking really about good. boobies got you excited there. Alerty. What about you, Lito? <laughs> Number five. Okay. So um, I came up with this list on the fly because I didn't know that I was going to be here doing this. And then, of course, I asked my wife if I could, if this was going to be, a, you know, an issue later. Uh, so <laughs> this is totally. No issue with me because my wife doesn't watch the show, so. I, I don't want that. You know, you got to you got to make sure you're you're OK there. So you make sure you go on the home front, my brother. Yes. And yes. Yeah. <laughs> so if you, have, you don't have to if you don't need to. If you want to abstain, you can abstain and let us do it. I promise. No, it's all good. It's OK. okay. So so I'll run through my honorable mentions real quick because Lurch is in the bathroom. Honorable mention Kathleen Kinmont, Rose McGowan and Scream, Jennifer Love Hewitt. And I know what you did last summer. And Jamie Lee Curtis in Halloween because she's underrated in that department because of her because of her outfit. But as we all know from later trading places, uh, yeah. Well, yeah, we uh, save, save that list because because we did do another one where we did booby snubs. 
Well, our oh, top five okay. snubs where okay. we thought we were going to see boobs and we didn't. So save that list. We'll okay. help you on for that. Okay. And then uh, my number five is they they weren't bared, but I know they're beautiful because she was a big, uh, let's just say, fantasy object when I was in college. Jenny McCarthy as Sarah Darling in Scream 3. Oh, oh yes, wow. Nice. Yes. I don't know if you remember. I don't know if you remember the outfit or anything, but uh, no, I remember in the film. Yeah. But I'm trying to think of the outfit. I, re- I don't remember. I have to go back and rewatch. Very nice. Oh, but it missed too much. Who did Lita say? Jenny McCarthy. Oh man, I love her. She's a legend. Yeah, I loved her on MTV. Yeah. What was it? Love was that love show. Uh, was it Jenny? McCarthy? Singled out, wasn't it? Wasn't singled it singled out? out? Yeah, brother. Here you yeah. go. Singled out. Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. Oh, she's a bomb. Yeah. Super sexy. Very nice. So, all right. So let's go. Well, excuse me. My number four. So my number four, it goes back to my love, just being an adolescent, trying to find (laughs) boobs in movies. So Susie Slater from Chopping Mall. So for those who don't remember, you guys remember the movie Chopping Mall when they're laying there and she wants she wants a pack of cigarettes and he's like, oh, come on, come on. And she walks away. She goes, she goes, well, maybe this will make you move faster. Ooh. She drops her shirt. And, and he's just like, I'll be right back. <laughs> I got my guy. He's a little bit. Oh, and then got, she goes looking for him later and she's su- super, super. I don't remember her even being anything after that, but man. And that's another movie where you have Barbara Crampton in, who's very high on my list, and that's coming up. She's hot. She's hot. Oh, yeah. What right. about you, Joe? So my number four uh, is going to go to uh, Meatloaf, who appears as Bob in Fight Club. <laughs> 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 you remember the character Bob? He's a fat ass with a big old titty. Do you remember that? <laughs> <laughs> and I said it's John, man. I didn't. Say, I didn't say. Oh, sorry. I should. I should have said women's boobs. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't know, you know, but no, I'm just kidding. I'm you, just kidding. Oh you God! If it was man boobs, I could have showed oh, you my yeah. man boobs. It's gonna shit out of everybody. No, I'm just kidding. My number four uh, is Debbie Sweetie's from uh, Friday Five: A New Beginning. Um, oh yeah. They're just oh. legendary, and everybody knows she got picked for that. Cool. Those two reasons. So, um, yeah, super sexy chick. Still listen. Love them. She's a silver fox now, and she's still beautiful. Still banging. Yes. <laughs> you got Lurch? My number four is uh, Trash's graveyard scene in Return to Living Dead. Oh, they quickly. Yeah. Dance is so iconic. You can give her a twofer because she oh, she showed him in uh, Seven yeah, her, Deadly Night also. Yeah, her body is full package, man. Oh, yeah. Mm, mm, mm. Huh. I love that he's not wrong. Where, where you put the is it is that someone where they, she pushes a fixed cigarette in the booby right or something like that? Is I think that, so. It's been a while. Is it Night yeah. of the Demon? Yes, it's not, it's not yeah. a demon. So she takes that cigarette and put, but it's not her really her booby. It's like a you know whatever. And it, ugh, it's so cool. It's creepy. The thing that killed me for that was when I watched the Return of the Living Dead documentary and I found that she was wearing a bodysuit. Yes. It just killed it for me. Oh, man. Every yeah. time I watch the film, it kills it. I'm like, why did I have to know that? Yep. Because <laughs> Look, it, just it just ruined it for just me. just ruined Lurch's list. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
was just Bruins. like, that just kicked me in the balls. Thank you for that. No, you know what? You know what you did? You know what you did? You know when on the internet when people say, it ruined my childhood? You ruined his childhood. <laughs> there you go. There you go, Bill. And it's a lipstick in the nipple. There you go, Bill. You're right, Bill. You're lipstick right. in the nipple, yep. yeah. That's right. You know, lipstick uh, in the nipple sounds sounds like uh, the name of a Japanese uh, sex anime film or something. Oh, yeah. Seriously. <laughs> Bill's Lips. favorite boobs or whatever ones are currently in the movie I'm watching at the time. That sounds like a cool rock band, right? Lipstick nickel. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Lipstick nipple. <laughs> Slash your Fred favorite boobs. Stacy Alden from Nightmare on Elm Street 3. Dream Warriors. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Uh, what, uh, she's on my She's on my list. <laughs> uh, those are sexy. Those are the ones that look like, um, you know, the, they have slope. They're very slopey. They're very. They go, they go like that, but then it like it's like a, a, a launch pad. The, they're very aerodynamic. Very yeah, aerodynamic. Have you ever seen Zero we, we are, from a, a Nightmare on Elm? Uh, a Nightmare Before Christmas. Zero, the dog, the, the nose. You know, it looks yeah. like that. <laughs> looks like that. <laughs> <laughs> Where did this go? Nick, nipple back. <laughs> nipple back. <laughs> oh, love it. I love it. Uh, we have de- we have de- derailed. <laughs> we have derailed, my friend. Uh. My number four is uh, Pamela Susan Shoop from Halloween Two. Oh yeah, she's on my list. Yep. Let's, Let's give a up. round of applause, shall we? Coming round up of applause for Pamela yeah, Susan Shoop. Uh, uh, when I was a little guy, when I was just a little tyke guy, she was like, yeah, wow, yeah. I think, truth be told. Aside from PJ Soul's boobs, that was probably the second set of boobs I saw. Yeah. And yeah. what what well, a makes pair. sense given Yeah. Yeah. What a pair. I mean, that's synonymous with hot tub. Is it cold you in know, here? Like it's it's just a great little scene overall. You get two pills in yeah. one, you know, involved in that scene. So it's really a great, great moment. Oh yes. Uh. If you guys are into the Jala movies, Edwish Finish, oh my god. Oh. She's never got clothes on in any mo- any of those movies, and she was some smoking. <laughs> totally hot, totally hot. <laughs> Love her in those movies. Yeah, this is coming up. It's high up on my list, Colin. So I'm at number. So, yep, number three. I'm piggybacking off of uh, you, Pamela Susan Shoop. Sexy. Gotta Sexy. love it. I mean, come on, you just saw those. Did she dropped that towel. You were just like. Yep. Yeah, and that was a big. That was a huge part of it too. Was just the way that the path that happened. Now. Yeah, it was just. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I and I can honestly remember because that was I remember. Like I said, we have to do this thing where we remember movies that we saw where we were and what time and place. Seeing Halloween two in the theater with my friends in eighty one and my my brother and my cousins. I remember when she dropped that towel. Everybody was like, Yeah. <laughs> Every guy in that theater just clapped. <laughs> just like this. <laughs> I'll never forget that. Oh, my God. I love it. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah. Shout out to Pamela Susan Shoup, who I, I wish would have been at age 45. You ain't lying. Her line would have been through the fucking door. Uh-huh. Holy shit. Yeah. I was disappointed about that. Mm-mm-mm. What say you, Joe? Number Number three. Okay. I think I have some people out there who are going to really appreciate the selection. I really thought hard about this one. Uh, I'm a big fan of this movie, Return of the Living Dead 3, uh, from 1993. 
you remember Miss Melinda Clark? Remember mm -hmm. that? She, uh, you see the boobies and you see the nipples and they have like the piercings with all the shards of glass sticking out and she's a zombie. Dude, I had the biggest crush on her uh, back in the day, man. So Melinda Clark, bro. Oh my God, she's the best. Best. Oh, no seconds. But I'll, uh, I'll calm down. Oh, Cassandra <laughs> Peterson. Go on. I love her Playboy spread in the 80s, in the 70s, rather. Yeah. I, if I, I should get it put on, I should get put on a shirt. <laughs> I love it. So that's my number my, uh, three. What about you, Larch? So my number three is uh, the mother from Barbarian. Oh, <laughs> seriously, no, it's, uh, it's Barbara Baby. Crampton and reanimated. I was like, What? Baby. Baby. <laughs> it's uh, Barbara Crampton and reanimator for my number three. You scallywag. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you. Oh, God, do we love Barbara Crampton? That, that's still a come on my list. I'm telling you, it's coming. And what's the other Nothing one that, uh, fr from Beyond? From beyond, where she's in that, oh, oh, where she's yeah. in that uh, SM outfit, oh my god, man! And she still looks amazing, man. Mm -hmm. Awesome, sauce. yeah. I watched her we're, that. We're uh, all gonna, into a we're gonna all need to, to dump some cold water on our heads after this. <laughs> yeah, uh, we have to after the after the shower, after this, everybody's going to take a cold shower. Big time, shit. Now, now it's cold hell outside. I'm taking that. <laughs> oh, shit. What about you, Lito? Number three is uh, Juliana. Oh, more from the, from no from uh, the one you listed before. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, that's uh, it. It. I was mentioning earlier, just everything about that scene. It's just the the, the description. You know, they're perfect nipple placement. They're so spectacular, and you know, he's no. cheating on his chick with her, like. It was yeah. like the forbidden fruit, you know, and you knew they both were going to get their asses killed like a motherfucker. Um, so it was just, oh, I'm going to go back and watch that. For, for, forbidden fruit is a, I, I would say, a nice uh, kind of pun description there. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Oh, shit. Oh, right, so shit. I'm, I'm at my number two. So my number two is she was already mentioned and she uh, probably the highlight of that film and. I said, if when I had that on VHS, rewinding and stopping that scene probably ruined the tape. So it's Debbie Suvori's and Friday Thirteen Part Five. <laughs> great body. She had a fantastic body, not just boobs. She had a great body. And what's better than like two like nymphos just wanting to bang everywhere they can? Remember they were banging in. They were banging in uh the the farm where um freaking what the hell's her name it was all pissed off. Ethel. Ethel. Yeah, yeah, because everywhere they want those two wackos, you keep those two wackos off my property. Yeah, all they wanted to do was, was have sex. Would you shut the fuck up? God. I mean, come on, <laughs> I love it. So, yeah, oh my god, Debbie Sue. And she, you said she looks great, but she's like this, like a she, she let her hair grow gray, which is okay because she still looks the same, body's still the same. And uh, <laughs> that, that con's comment reminds me of a heat. Uh, you know, she's got a 
Great ass. <laughs> Great ass. You got Girl, your head. All the way up. <laughs> oh, yeah. Terry from Friday the 13th Part 2. Oh, Terry. Yeah. Uh, she had a, oh, God. The, the body she had. Oof. Yeah. Was that the one? Who's that one that jumps in the water? That's the one I went skinny dipping. Little butt, little cheeks. Oh. Full frontal. You know, you got to see oh. everything in. Nuts. Oh. I probably ruined the tape. We need to behave. We need to behave. Yeah, that's what Ow. happens when you talk about parts. Parts is parts. Getting hot in here. Where do we leave off? Uh, you, me. I don't know. I know. I gave my yeah. I gave my number two, which is Debbie Sue. Oh. Oh, okay. I guess is it me or like it's you? It's you, it's you, man. All right. Yeah, I think this counts as a horror film, but I remember being so in love with this this lady. Uh back in the day, 1987, Angel Heart, Lisa Bonet. Mm. We got to see them. Oh wow. Oh Heart. yeah. I love me that Lisa does Bill, Cos Bill Cosby's daughter. Oh man. The Cosby and show. that's because she was such a wholesome, you know, person mm -hmm. and oh, and then she's so beautiful and to get, I know they're not what you imagine, you know. Like we we're thinking, like you know, voluptuous and all that stuff. But I remember Doesn't have to be. when I saw her and I saw them, I was like in awe. I was like, oh! And I actually liked that movie a lot. So I love Angel Heart. Yeah, I've watched that, that for was, a long time. That was also that was a fucking massive scandal at the time that she was. Yeah. That she did that yes. film and she did those scenes because yep. he was really, Michelle. really not happy about it which is ironic given what yep. we found out about him later but yep. uh man he that wanted, was a huge scandal he was well, she married he, to um uh lenny kravitz at the time or was that before that i don't uh, know i, I think it's remember. before yeah that's before, before that she was still young that was back in what 87 she got off oh, the yeah. show little, she went a little off the rails <laughs> uh, after uh Cosby mm -hmm. show i loved her uh i think it's an enemy of state with uh will smith i loved her in that she was oh lisa bonet baby Those titties throughout the Friday Thirteenth remake, yeah, all, yeah, it was titties all over that. It's like they just tit, it was like titty, 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 titty. Not wrong with that. Big time. What about you, Lurch? So my number two, I can't, I can't make a list like this without her being on there. Is it's got to be uh, PJ Souls and Halloween? Oh yeah, nice. Yeah, that was a tough one to leave off this list because that that, that would be a big honorable mention. They were nice. They were probably the first set I've ever seen. Mm -hmm. What did I steal my dad's magazines before that? I don't remember. Oh. I forget. <laughs> I don't remember. That's it was great. so long ago. I mean, think about that scene. You know, you get to see them momentarily, but then you really get to see them when she's being strangled by Michael. And to, something, like. something about that has made it more erotic. You know what I mean? Like, you get to see yeah, and she's kind of like you know, making these panting noises. It made it more intense to see. And they're flapping. Yeah, My they're... titties don't flap. <laughs> yeah, I had to get the shirt from Gutter Garbs, man. They had oh. the shirt of that scene. Yes. He's so. flapping. You bastard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and you know what? I did. I read it. Um, she was married to Lenny Kravitz in 87, so that year. Yeah, I thought so, because that's yeah. when she she kind of went a little... Uh, <laughs> Dangerous, a little off yeah. the rails with it because while she was still involved, yeah. because uh, I wonder if Cosby ever slipped or any, and he put buttons some pudding pops. It puts the pudding in the pot. Oh yeah, Agent Barbell and, and some things. Her boobies were just like. 
what about a tall man's tits at the beginning of fan? Oh yeah, round of applause. You can say what you want the, about the, the tall man, but he was a hot broad. Yeah, yeah a nice the lady, the lady in lavender, Kathy Lester. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Sexy. <laughs> nice. Ow. Sexy shit. Right there, right, what did we leave off? Who just went, went last? Uh, I'm next. It was Lurch. 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 Uh, yeah, okay. I went. Lito. I went. Lito. PJ. Lito. So mine is uh, someone that, um, again, I'll never forget who, where I was the first time I saw this scene. <laughs> I'll never forget pausing the, the videotape and just staring at the TV, like with my jaw hanging to the floor. <laughs> and it... It kind of, if you know my wife, it kind of set me along a certain kind of type. <laughs> life. Is she watching? Uh, is she on the chat? No, I like how no. I like what Lito's doing here. I love this. I love what he's doing. Yeah, she not she she knows. She's very well aware. But uh, yeah. Stacy Alden, the nurse from A Nightmare on Elm Street Part Three. Yes. It yes. Just, oh yeah. I, I mean. That was a life-changing, game-changing, holy fuck kind of moment. Because I had actually just seen um, Vertigo earlier that year. Or it might have been during Christmas the year before. So I totally was like in love with Kim Novak and that type because they're both kind of the same type. And then I yeah. saw Stacey Alden and it was like, I don't even know what a brunette is anymore. Just yeah. I, I'm, I'm all about the blondes. So I was, I was so just. I, I lost all kinds of trust on that scene because I was like, anytime there's a hot nurse around, I was like, "That's fucking Freddy Krueger, dog." He's fucking his. <laughs> I was like, "That's not that's not a hot nurse, bro." And then she got ugly. She's like, "Err," and then the tongue, uh, all that. She turned ugly real quick, man. <laughs> you know, and you know what's you know if you watch uh, Never Sleep Again, they talk about that that moment where they actually had planned to do more footage of Stacey Alden from topless from the waist up, but with the Freddy Krueger makeup on. And I guess they filmed some of it, but, and there's photos in the documentary of it. And it is so fucking disturbing to see like <laughs> her just standing there with her hands on her hips and Freddie's face on her, like neck up. And you're just like, I, I, I'm going to be tormented by this for the rest of my life. So I I didn't love the fact that, you know, Joey, you know, he was the quiet guy and he was reserved and all that shit, but he had a little bit of perv in him. So as soon as a hot yeah. chick is like, hey, come here, he's like, okay. <laughs> he fucking goes over there. He's trying to yeah. get laid. I was like, that is, that's, that's fucking awesome, man. So fucking awesome. A teenage uh, boy. I mean, yeah. You know, I mean, come on. Who's thinking about Freddie when you're looking at that? Yeah. You know, oh, shit. That is such a good choice. I'm not, so no, but down to number one. My number one, it was my number one last year when we did an old podcast. It's still my number one now. She's fantastic. And same thing, I probably broke the videotape rewinding this scene back and forth, and it's <laughs> Barbara Crampton and Reanimator. Oh, nice. Nice. She's still got oh, it. She's still, she's got still it. stunning. She's beautiful. And the best is just like, where else are you going to see a movie? Where are the ghosts? I'm almost getting head from a from a severed head. That's very disturbing yeah. shit, but awesome at the same time. <laughs> I'm like, if I was, yeah. and like, you think about it, because that's him, because the way the, the special effects are done, he's pretty much there, and he's right there. And I'm like, oh, God, I would, I'm like, I would play that part for free. <laughs> do, 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 you, do you want me to pay you? Do I pay you now for that? 
That's awesome. Slasher Fred's got a good one. Good job, Slasher Fred. Very nice. Number one, Brass and Hart is Susan Bagley from the original Jaws. The re- oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you do see a lot more when you see the remastered version. You see a lot more of her. Absolutely. Gosh, bless it. Gosh, bless it. What about you, Joe? Number one. I know Lito I mentioned them earlier, but I remember these were these were still my number one to this day because it just it hits me in a special place every time I see them. Uh, it's in your pants. <laughs> Pamela Susan Shoe Baby H two H two. Oh man, she was the. No, I can't. I can't describe it. It's just that scene is just so special to me. So special, and they're so perfect, and they're just everything you want. Everything you want. Look at that, Carl. Well, Joe, Look at that. Joe, uh, I was going to say, she's the only brunette in my top five. So, yes. Yeah. Good man. Good man. Yeah. I, I, we came up with a list of ones. I think we did a list before of ones we did get to see. Like, these are ones we actually got to see. Now, there's a whole laundry list of ones we need to see, but we're never probably ever going to see. So, okay. Carlos just realized <laughs> that Lito's the Lito from All Through the House in Final Girls Bubba. Yes, he is. That's him. Yeah. Go back and watch our yeah. go back and watch our watch along around Christmas time when we watched the uh, all through the house with Lido and Ashley who directed it. Uh, no, Ashley who was in it and her brother Todd who directed it. <laughs> oh, Billy, yeah. you're funny, bro. Sorry, sorry. The most beautiful women ever was Veronica Lake. Oh yes. Oh yeah. Sharon oh, Tate. Sharon oh Tate, God, man. Sharon Tate. Show, man. Stunning. I still look at pictures of her, and I'm just like, "Oh God, she was um, she was amazing." And my the first thing that pops in my head is like, "What the fuck was she doing with Roman Polanski?" He was like a twerpy little creepy guy, yeah, and he, he turned out to be a twerpy little creepy guy. Brilliant director, but twerpy little creepy guy. Super yeah. super rich. Yeah. Yeah. Beyond yeah, the Valley of the Doll, good movie. Great list. Anybody got any honorable mentions off the top of their head? Wait, Lersh, what's your number one? Oh, I'm sorry, Lurchy. I'm sorry. Oh, you're good. You're you're good, man. So my number one. Lurchy's like, know, I'll just go fuck myself. I don't know if you guys have uh, seen this, but it's gonna be Anna Fauci and Cemetery Man. Ooh, I'm looking them up. I know the, yeah, I know the movie, but I, I didn't. I didn't see it. The oh. scene and everything, like she has angel wings behind her, man. They're in a graveyard. It's perfection, man. Mm. I'll write that down. I have to check it out. Mm. Mm. I love I suggestions on look on boobs. To look at. Purple. <laughs> All right. 50 gonna be 52 in three weeks, married for 25 years. Uh, uh yeah. <laughs> Oops. Oh, Plus, if you like the evil dead, you'll like that movie. Okay. Hell yeah. Cool. Oh my gosh. So good. All right. Well, yeah, yeah, coach, go back and watch the episode. We have them on. We have Todd and Ashley on that episode. A lot of fun. That was awesome. Maybe we'll do it again next year if you guys want to do it. Yeah. Well, this to. year. Not next year. It's already this year. I was going to say, it's already this year. Yeah. Yeah. We'll do it again. I have to turn off my Wi-Fi right, well, when I'm looking this stuff up because I want it to, you know. <laughs> sounds like the bottom of Joe's <laughs> desk is also hitting him at a special place right now. It, it sounds like Lito's got to go. Let Lito go. Let Lito go. <laughs> <laughs> He's, Joe's trying to deflect now. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. You got it, buddy. He's like, no, let Lito go. It's fine. I, I, don't, I don't have anything to talk about. He's like, one hand is busy. Go let Lito go. Let Lito. Joe's, Joe's trying to, have you met Ted? 
<laughs> Admit that. <laughs> so I know I know you said that this was not allowed, but the number one on my list is my wife. And we've all seen the movie she's been in. We know her and there's no argument there. I love you. I love you. Okay, I'm, going back. Just... I mean, I'm, I'm changing my list now. My number one is my wife, too. That's my... <laughs> <laughs> but mine's actually been in a horror film, so that's... Yeah! Well, that's... Because we, remember well, when we talked about Alito, I said, I said, wait a second. I said, your wife's been in a horror film. Are you going to pick your wife? Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, if you want I have to, to. We all can understand that when she's yelling at me, it's like a horror film. So, you know, it kind of counts a little bit, you know? Yeah. yeah. She's getting after me. <laughs> Plus, it's also plus it's also the truth. So, oh, you're a sweetheart, dude. Yeah. I need to need to have a check with you. <laughs> How not to be me? That's what we need to talk about. And for those, <laughs> and for those who haven't seen, go go watch uh, Final Girl's Bloodbath. Is it still? Yeah. Where's it stream now? Where's it streaming now? It's available on Ashley's Patreon page still because it's still we're still uh, getting accepted to festivals. So we can't make it uh, public on like Shutter or any place like that yet. But I think the plan is to eventually sell it to a place like Shutter, so it'll be available like all the time for everybody. That is awesome. Yeah. So you, if you'll when you, and when you see it, you'll see it. It's like when you see it, you'll see it. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so that's yeah. So Lito plays the the killer in it, and. It, Jen's his wife, who was also in it, and they were great. That was such a fun. I would love to see a full length feature of that. So would I. <laughs> I'm sure, but especially because I mean, it, we enjoyed it. it and, would get us and, paid work. <laughs> and it's also fun when you see people you know, and it, and it was so, it was so much fun. And same thing with all through the house, because when we, we you know we talked to Ashley and we talked about, it, I'm like, how great was she in that? It was, and it's. It's great that so many people talk about that. So did you guys give away somebody who was doing the giveaway where they're going to give away one of the figures? Did you guys do that? Uh, Todd, Todd was doing it through, I think the all through the house Facebook page, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know if he did it already, if he gave it away, but he was giving away a duplicate of the figure that uh, I got. Okay. Cause I did see that and I forgot all about it. To be honest with you. Hmm. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's a cool little collectible. Cause I think there are only like two in the, like world so oh shit right, jo- i can see joe's face he's already on ebay <laughs> see i see it. whenever his eyes go down i'm like i know he's on his phone looking at shit right, what, 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 what. Hey, he's, he's adding he's adding that with the uh with the um never sleep again book. yeah, yeah the, the hunt never stops bro it does never stop. Never did stop. anybody have a, an honorable mention that didn't Ooh. make it on the list Ooh. My honorable mention would probably be PJ. Yeah. Yeah, same here. Yeah, it was tough PJ. not to get her on the list, but uh, these are the boobs I just liked a little bit more, yeah, I guess. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that would be my probably top honorable mention. Uh, and Elenea Quigley in uh, yeah. Silent Deadly Night. Uh, I was going to say um, Natasha, Natasha Handridge from Species. Or Species? Oh, yeah. Nice. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. She was a I was gonna say uh Britt Eklund from um Wicker Man. Okay, yeah, Ooh, yeah. yeah, very nice. Um fuck man. I'm going trying to go off the top of my head only. I don't want to look. I'm trying to see think of scary movies. 
I can come up with a few. <laughs> oh shit. Um I would put I would I know I would birthday, put yeah. Allison Allison Bree on there from Ooh. Scream 4. Ooh. Oh, because yeah. again, these oh. these aren't necessarily scenes where we saw anything, but like, yeah, you just can tell, or you can just know, you know. And it's like, oh, you know. <clears throat> and then the girl in this in the waterbed from A Nightmare on Elm Street Part Four. Oh, you remember her? That's right. Yeah, oh that's yeah. Right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I yeah. I mean, oh, the funhouse titties. Yeah. yeah. I need to stop thinking about boobies. I need to stop. I'm done. <laughs> we'll be back. We'll, we'll be back in a couple minutes. No, we'll be <laughs> no more. No more brainstorm. I gotta go to the bathroom real quick. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Hit the head. Hit the head. So that's our top five boobies in horror. Let us know in the chat. Let us know after the fact. And uh, what we have left tonight is a um, collective spotlight. You guys pick anything you want to show from your collection. Do a quick collectible spotlight i have to update this uh intro because it's kind of old and i have a lot more shit in my in my room what the hell is it i'm gonna grab something i'll, I'll be right back yeah do it so let's do a quick collectible spotlight So tonight we'll do our quick collectible spotlight. So let's see if uh, you guys want to show something from your collection and we'll talk, discuss it. So I had, um, what, did I, what did I bring up? Hold on one second. So this is uh, back in the day, early days of Spencer's because Spencer's was pretty much the first place to start really showing Halloween collectibles for those older folks like myself. So if you guys have these, the Horror Screamers, which was like a little voice box, you press the button and play like the, the Halloween theme on it. Oh, that's cool. Oh, yeah. So nice. I, the battery's long dead, but it's still sealed, and so I'm not going to rip it open and put a battery in it. But yeah, uh, do not yeah, open I, it. Yeah, so I thought, hmm, let me show you that. It's one of the ones that I bought this in Spencer's back in the day. I actually had another one that I had opened, and uh, somebody wanted to borrow for a Halloween party, and I never fucking got it back. Otherwise, I'd play you what it sounded like. So yeah, I hate when I lend stuff to people and I don't get that shit back. Yeah, that's the worst. So, uh, would you guys have you guys have something from your collections you want to show? Collectible spotlight time. Well, we'll wait for Joe. Yeah, I'll show something. Um, mm -hmm. This is like a grail for me. I love this figure, and I was just talking about it earlier. But it's this pull string, Freddy. Oh, nice. oh hell yeah, dude! Those are so love valuable. I love this thing. I got it for like fifty or sixty bucks, man. What? Yeah. How long ago? Crap. Uh, just about two or three months ago. It's been a wow. grail looking for one forever, man. What? Yeah, Dude, that's just a fucking shit. That's a grail, doggy. Yeah, yeah, I love that thing, man. Sexy, man. That is fuck. Can we see a gamma? That is awesome. Yeah. Let me see. Oh yeah. The box is not in the greatest shape, but it's never been opened. He still has the plastic on him, and box looks like it's in good shape. Dude, that's not yeah. that's dope, dude. 
Yeah, here's the back if anybody cares to see. Yeah, pull my string to hear me talk and make me pose if you dare. <laughs> what's, the pr- what's the price on the top? Because I see the price tag still there. $24.97. Nice. Wow. For ages eight and up. I love all the little bit, the, the different uh, <laughs> scenes cut out, like, the, you know, they're put on the box. That's so cool. Oh, yeah, man. Where's right the there, bourbon, bro? bitch? <laughs> Joe wanted to stop talking about titties because he was finished. <laughs> You're right there, Billy. You're right, brother. That's why he left. He had to go clean up. Yeah. I made a little mess. <laughs> Whose turn? Is it my turn? I can go. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Uh, I showed yeah. mine. So, all right. So, I had to. I mentioned this one earlier. I finally found it. <clears throat> so, this yes. is my slideshow. New Nightmare. Freddy. Oh, this right oh now. hell yeah. That's my favorite part right here. And then we open them up. Don't look at the price tag. God forbid. <laughs> but there he is in all his glory. And I love that, that rad. it's got the, where is it at? Right here. Where is the shit? It says the, it's got the cast on there. Yeah. And I love this, uh, what it says on the back. It says, the final episode of The Nightmare on Elm Street has been completed. Fred is free from his theatrical prison, entering a world through Scream Queen Heather Lane Camp. Now director Wes Craven must make another sequel using Heather to assume her old role as Nancy. The brave heroine saves the day, once again trapping Freddy back in celluloid hell. That is so nice. cool. So great. And of course the back. You see. So cool. la da Oh yeah, That's I like rad, the old sideshow side cool. uh, side ones. Always really cool. I like them. Like the Myers one is awesome. Love it, man. Love it, love it, love it. It's beat to shit, but hey, I found it, and I love finding. I take pride in things that I find in the wild. So fuck it. Hell yeah, that's uh, half of the that's half of the uh, the fun for a lot of the collectibles. Hell yeah, oh, brother. Hey. Oh God! things. Oh, did you? Okay, I'll, hold on a second. <laughs> oh, that word has come up a lot tonight. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm noticing. And Ryan oh, sent me some other stuff. I had to show you <laughs> about some boobies because we were talking about boobies, squeezy heads. Oh, okay, yeah. Hold on. Let me see. Let me bring them up. So this is the stuff that uh, you guys were talking about earlier. Hold on one second. Share my screen. Oh, the squeeze. The squirty things. Uh-oh. Oh, okay. Yep. You're talking about yeah. heads? Little heads. You just squeeze. Oh, yeah. They don't got a Michael I also or? had. I also had that uh, that little Freddy that's down, like, with the skull in his hand. I had uh-huh. that thing, too. Yeah, I remember that. That's My cool, aunt got it man. for me as a birthday gift. Yeah. That's fucking awesome. Those are rad. <laughs> Very cool. vintage vintage all right well my piece is uh one of my grails for my collection and it's not uh it's not something i found in the wild it's something that i had commissioned by a guy named mark petrie who i believe his company is called knife gloves i think i hope i'm getting that right but he does various versions of freddy's gloves from the films and he does a replica of the hero that I think is called the hero, if I'm not mistaken. And it's pricey, 
but it is like a screen accurate representation oh. of the glove from the first film. It even has on the index finger, the blade on the index finger broke at one point and they had to solder it together. So it has the, the simulated break in the blade right here. You can see that line. Dude. The coloring of the that matches exactly screen reference photos. Man. Like that's everything beautiful. about this thing is is super, super holy grail. Fuck yeah. Like when I got it, it was since I grew up in that era, it was literally just like tear in my eye kind of moment. Cause it felt like beautiful. I was holding the actual glove. So that is amazing. Do you know anything? what happened to the original glove i'm just curious well i mean it got stolen off the set of a nightmare on street part two which is why the glove in three looks very different from the first two films yeah i mean the yeah. concept's the same but it's it's very different overall but uh it turned up years and years and years and years later thank you colin during um the production of our documentary actually thank you bill and I can't say how it turned up, but I know it was confirmed by an anonymous, someone on the crew of the original film who has to remain anonymous. Oh, wow. That they said that's the actual glove that that person has. And if I'm not mistaken, that person then went on to sell it to, I think, a collectible museum in Seattle. So if you do a little digging, you can, you can find all this on Google. So if I get the city wrong, I apologize, nah, but I think right. it's in a museum. So, yeah. No, thank you After for all these that. years. Yeah. Sharing that, brother. And that fucking glove is amazing, bro. That yeah, it's killer, so, man. I, just a quick yeah. thing. So, the original glove sh uh, showed up after it was stolen, correct? Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. the collector had it. Mm -hmm. How did they not get arrested for it? Because at some point, was it not confirmed that it was stolen? Because I can go back to my, I can always reference everything with Kiss. Years ago, uh, several original outfits from the 70s were stolen mm -hmm. from Kiss mm -hmm. and they appeared at the Kiss conventions in the, in the shit, where was it? The one in I forget what year it was, but it was in the 90s and they showed up with police because they had heard they were there and came and fucking took them back. No shit. So, yeah. Yeah, so I think what happened was the glove had changed hands so many times that it got to the point where it was almost untraceable to figure out who had it before this collector, because the collector, as far as I understand it, he obtained it. Uh, and I think it's in one of the special features on the never sleep again, DVD or Blu-ray set. I think he talks about this. He found it, I think on an eBay auction of all places. Like he was on eBay just because he's a, Freddie Fanak as well. And he saw this glove and he started looking at pictures. And I believe he said that he, he did whatever he had to, to win the auction. Cause he realized what the person selling it didn't, that it was the actual hero glove from the first film. Okay. So I think that's how he got it. If I'm getting this wrong, anybody out there, please forgive me. Cause no, I'm, I'm just thinking about like, well, forgetting stuff. How did they not nail him? Because yeah, that was a big thing at the time. And of course, Bill, Bill's calling me out. Like when you stole that autograph <laughs> from poor old Tom Atkins, Pat. <laughs> right. Hey, all right. Next I should have, when I saw him in California, I should have said, here's 50 bucks. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I love so much. <laughs> you can like Doherty's red slippers. Uh, you have 
you know, it's things like that that are so iconic, so like important to pop culture and everything. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I was just curious about that kind of stuff. You know, the mask, everybody talks about the Michael Myers mask and what happened to it. Everybody talks about that stuff. So I was just curious. I never Jason's heard mask, Jason's mask, same thing. Jason's yeah. masks or, oh, the, yeah. or the hero, the hero gloves from the rest of the films, because there was always a hero, a stunt, a plastic version. So like everybody's always like obsessing about all these, you know, pieces that for us, it's like, Christ, if you could have that, it's just like, Oh my God, like, yeah. It'd be that it'd that'd be it. You're like, I don't need to have anything else for the rest of my life, you know? Yeah, for real. I mean, that's the only times I wish I was rich is to just have the ability to buy whatever the fuck it is that I saw. I wouldn't buy <laughs> crazy, just like major things from movies. Like Sean Clark has all kinds of shit that's just like out of this world. Like, yeah, you know, he's an he's an example of it. I, I'm not many. Oh yeah, I'm not jealous of many people, but I'm like fuck. That's cool. He's got the he's got the original <laughs> chainsaw man from Texas Chainsaw. That's that's what I talk about. Like that's insane. Yeah. That's insane. It's insanity. I had no idea. Yeah. Wow. Bullshit, man. Cool shit. Cool. That's so that's our collectible spot. I mean, we went through everything in only three hours and eleven minutes, too. I cannot tell you how much fun we had. And this these three hours by fucking. They, you know what? That's that's oh, the thing. Yeah. Everybody's like, man, your podcast tends to be long. I go, it's long because we're having fun. I'm not watching the clock. I don't yeah. give a shit. We're doing this because we're having fun, not because we're watching the clock. Ten thirty. Holy mother of pearl. Yeah, it's twenty after eleven here. <laughs> Damn. Go to bed. Damn. <laughs> so what we'll do is we we'll do a, so uh, quick uh, things going on on the channel. Then what we'll do is. Uh, Say goodbyes and get the hell out of Dodge. So tomorrow, for those who don't know, we take our top five from the previous week. And it's a standalone video. So tomorrow you're going to see our top five horror movies in space. And then, truth be told, after I did this, I realized it almost looks like he's, he's railing the, the astronaut. Yeah, that's ass. exactly what it looks like. <laughs> I'll give you a moonwalk. Give you a moonwalk. Yeah, I, will, I realized it after the fact. But I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to leave it. <laughs> leave it to the imagination. So that's so tomorrow it's, is our top it's five. Fine. <laughs> Which was not as easy as you think. Remember, we did this. I'm like, man, this was a lot harder than I thought. Yeah. So check fine. it out tomorrow. And then Tuesday night, make sure you come by. Live watch along of The Running Man. We did our review earlier, man. And uh, looking forward to watching that with everybody. So we're going to watch The Running Man on Tuesday night. I moved. I was supposed to do this tomorrow. Night. I keep moving this. Byron Weaver, if you're watching, shout out to him. He's, 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 he's hardcore. <laughs> He loves the book club, and I keep moving it because every time I plan it, it's a night I have to work late. So I, last Thursday, I had to work late, moved it to Monday, tomorrow night. I'm not going to work late tomorrow night. So I just keep moving it around. So I'm shooting for Thursday night. Let's just so like some, some goosebumps instead. They're really short. <laughs> oh, God, God. Hopefully, I think this Thursday might work. So I'm going to try for Thursday night for the book club. And then uh, go check out part two, my what if. Uh, Friday 13 part two, what if that came out um on Friday? I'm trying to release them each Friday because it's Friday the 13th. So stay tuned for this Friday. You'll see Friday 13 part three. <laughs> that graphic. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah, so that's coming out. Uh, it should I have it. I recorded it, so I have to edit it, so that should be out this Friday. <laughs> so that graphic after... is classic. <laughs> uh. I could just see you in the dark editing that shit. See you like just seeing. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, believe me, I'm sitting here doing it like that. You proud? You proud? 
<laughs> I love it, bro. That's great. And then, so that hopefully that'll be this Friday. And then, so, uh, oh, just Bill, you're oh. still in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> so so next Sunday night, Bill, who's always in the chat, the Everscape, he's uh, gonna join us. We're gonna do our favorite song slash band moments in horror. Yeah. Hey, that, that band is called Lipstick Nipple. <laughs> Lipstick Nipple. Yes. 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 That so is- that's gonna be a lot of fun next Sunday. So uh I, I thought I'd throw it in there. So we usually don't plan this far ahead because usually we're planning the day before, but yeah, we have everything all set up and uh and Bill. So looking forward to next week, hanging out with Bill and uh look at every time I see I see Brett, it just makes me laugh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh fuck. Hey, I like how you know Bill's the only blonde in the group, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) So so that is that is that's gonna be uh next Sunday night. See what else. Oh, Alrighty yeah. So all, then. all the other boring stuff. So, yeah, we're here every Sunday night and every Tuesday for the watch alongs. Uh, you can watch the podcast streaming audio on these and on all these platforms. Make sure you subscribe. Go check out the Horror Movie Podcast uh, Facebook group. Make sure you join. Go check out Joe's channel. There's a lot more stuff coming up on Joe's channel. Joe and MB, his lovely wife. Go check out their channel. Make sure you join their uh, Facebook page and yes. of the group, rather. And that's all the shameless plugs. That's it. So, uh, anything going on with you, Lito? You, you wanted anything going on that you want to talk about? I know you just did the uh, thing with Dark Yellow which looked awesome. Yeah, actually, this the signed copy is right there on the shelf behind me. There you go. Uh, that that was a lot of fun. Um, I actually just got I signed a contract to score another film that I'll be starting in mid February. Um, nice. And then nice. There's there's something coming up with Todd that I know he teased that I I'm sure he'll reach out to you guys once once he unveils what he has had in the works but he has something big in the works that I will be involved with so there's that and if anyone wants to find anything else out go to my website it's just litovelasco.com and if anybody wants a copy of this shirt which I made I was going to ask about that shirt yeah, that's right. I, awesome. I actually I made that myself using uh just I found a match for the font because the font is actually the same exact font that they used on the Freddy's Dead teaser poster. So Jennifer actually helped me with finding the exact same font. So it's basically the Freddy's Dead teaser poster just with Wes's dates. So hit me up if anybody wants a copy. So nice. Yeah, man. That's great. And that, that's it. That's- what I think that's you? it for us, yeah. You got Lurchy? What you got, Lurchy? What you doing? Yeah, what uh, you not, doing? Not much or nothing, man. You're on a hunt like me, ain't you? Yeah, I'm all the time yeah, hunting, hunting, ain't you? Hunting, ain't you? Yeah. I'll be hitting up Target a, about every day, man. You're a yeah. pilgrim. He's a he's a yeah. pilgrim, yeah. Pilgrim, all right. <laughs> now, thanks, man. Thanks for me personally. Thank you, Lurch. Thank you, Lito, for coming on, man, and I, I like just showing up and having a blast. I don't do jack shit. Uh, Pat does everything. and You don't have Brady, of course, but it's always a pleasure to hang out with you guys, man. And thank oh, y'all I love for it, man. Putting up with my bullshit. You guys, too. It's good <laughs> seeing you, Lito, man. I seen it on your face, too, man. It's like breasts and blue suede shoes. <laughs> <laughs> mm, breath. 
Yeah, so thanks, everybody. Uh, comment, like, subscribe, all that happy horse shit. We'll be back on Tuesday night yep. for The Running Man, which is going to be a lot of fun. Um, God willing, as long as I don't get stuck working late again on Thursday, we'll do the book club. <laughs> so a lot of good shit here. And uh, if you like just hanging out, and you can see, look, three hours and 18 minutes just went by like, like that. Because we're having fun. But uh, thanks, everybody, in the chat. We'll, we'll see everybody uh, on Tuesday night. And uh, that's basically it, guys, right? You guys want to hang out for a second? We'll say our goodbyes we're offline real quick. Sure. And uh, all right, everybody. Have a good week. Ciao. Peace.